This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday. It is May 12th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a man shot and killed a bicyclist who police believe tried to rob him in front of his home in South Philadelphia on Wednesday night. It happened at 1130 along the 2200 block of South 6th Street near West uh, Wyomensing Avenue. Uh, Moyomensing Avenue. Investigators said a 24-year-old man was smoking a cigarette in front of his house when another man on a bicycle approached him with a gun and announced a robbery. Police say the 24-year-old pulled out his own handgun and fired one shot as the other man was stepping off of the bicycle. Arriving officers found uh, the cyclist on the sidewalk with a single shot uh, to his head. The, a male, the male suspect lost consciousness while medics were rushing him to Jefferson University Hospital. He was later pronounced dead around 2 a.m. Uh, on Thursday, according to police. Investigators said that the bicyclist also fired his weapon during the shooting. According to the 24-year-old who fired the shot, the perpetrator, after being shot in the head, pulled his gun and fired one or two shots, uh, but did not strike the 24-year-old who fired the initial shot, said the Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small. Small said the 24-year-old does have a valid license to carry a gun and that officers recovered both weapons. Investigators said they are working to gather any possible video surveillance of the incident. Uh, Police have not released the names of anyone involved. It's no way to live. You go out in front of your own house, right? Just and you get you get right you get into a shootout. And he, he said he was outside smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Guy pulled up on the bike and, and pulled out the gun. Yeah, it's terrible. Authorities in Delaware County are planning a new tactic to deal with an increasing number of mental health emergencies and 911 calls. Mental health experts will soon be dispatched along with police officers. Statistics show that one in four people who are in the criminal justice system have some type of mental health issue. But now, through a $650,000 federal grant secured by Congresswoman Mary Gay Scanlon, Delaware County is about to start a new pilot program that will allow mobile crisis teams to respond to mental health emergencies alongside police officers. Recently, Delaware County declared an emergency after Crozier Health Systems, the uh, county's largest health care provider, announced it was shutting down a number of mental health services. We're answering more than 3,000 calls per year of behavioral health. Sending an officer, frankly, that's not always the best solution, said Tim Boyle, director of the Delaware County Emergency Services. The one-year pilot program is expected to kick off in the near future. There's some cities that are showing some success with that type of program. So hopefully that'll help out around here. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm glad yep. they're they're starting that. U.S. health officials said as many as 109 cases of a mysterious and severe liver disease in children are under investigation. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention put out a new alert for doctors to be on the lookout for surprising cases of hepatitis. About two dozen states and territories reported suspected cases, which date back to October, in children under 10. ABC chief medical correspondent detailed on Good Morning America Wednesday what experts know about this outbreak and symptoms a parent should monitor. What is known is that the CDC put out an alert on healthcare, uh, for healthcare providers two weeks ago. They're tracking these cases back to October and they do expect the number to grow. Hepatitis is a catch-all term for acute liver injury. In P- the pediatric population right now, experts think that most of the cases are associated with the adenovirus 41, which is a common gastrointestinal intestinal virus, but not all of them. 90% of the children affected have required hospitalizations. They are uh, 
tragically have been five deaths and 14% of the cases have required liver transplants. Experts don't think COVID is involved, but some of the children did have COVID-19. The majority of cases have been in children ages two to five. Those children are not eligible for the COVID vaccine, so the outbreak they're saying has nothing to do with the vaccine. Right now, researchers can see uh, cases of hepatitis following any virus. It's still unclear what's causing these cases. See down in Florida, they're having cases of the boogie-woogie flu. Oh, uh, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's bad. Yeah. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> Reese Hoskins' fourth inning Grand Slam provided the Phillies with all of their runs in a 4-2 win over the Mariners. They did it! it was Hoskins' second career Grand Slam. They did it! The victory gave the Phillies just their third series win in 10 tries this season. They are 14-17 and 17 as they head to Los Angeles for four games with the best team in the National League starting tonight. Zach Wheeler gets the start and the first pitch is scheduled for 10-10. The Sixers will look to even their Eastern Conference semifinal series tonight. They host the Miami Heat at the Wells Fargo Center at 7 p.m. A masked Embiid is struggling physically as he's expected to play through a right orbital fracture and torn ligament in his right thumb again tonight. And the NFL will announce the full 2022 regular season schedule tonight. We already know that the Eagles home opener will be on Monday Night Football in week two of the season. It will be announced on the NFL Network, NFL.com, and the NFL app tonight at 8 p.m. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. And a Thursday it is, so we're happy about that. We're sad, though, because the MMR Concert Cash is coming to a close very soon. Tomorrow's the last day. We just don't want you to miss your opportunity. So make sure that you are indeed aware of the times that we're doing this. So we'll begin that at 8 and we'll do it at a 10. It's every other hour until 8 o'clock. So much money. Tonight it's on the evens. Yeah, so let's let's get you that cash. We would love for you to uh, to get that and tickets, obviously, to the MMRBQ. So get set for that today. We do have a couple of guests that are going to be joining us. We'll talk to Cedric the Entertainer uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. And we are also going to have... In the studio this morning, comedian Feltface. Yeah. <laughs> Feltface is a puppet. Yes. Um, and uh, Feltface is doing a live taping special at Helium Comedy Club, 8 o'clock. Actually, he's really, really funny. I was just watching some videos. I've seen him throughout the years. Yes. And, yeah. And uh, it's it's comedy through a puppet, and uh, it's very funny. It's a good so. puppet. Uh, so we will have uh, Feltface. <laughs> The puppet here. We're going to be talking to the puppet. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And that's. It. Are we going to be on YouTube today? Are we streaming or not or what? Guys, Nick Murphy's back. Oh my hey! god! Hey! Thank God. Woo! All right, we have the return of our video capability, so you'll be able to see Feltface oh. if you stream our YouTube channel while we are doing that interview today, straight from Australia, right? Yeah. Exactly. So we will. Uh, we'll get to that. A little bit later on this morning, felt face will be in the eight o'clock hour. And we have a few other things. It's the way you say it. I you think felt yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. You, okay. you're like very aggressive on the felt, and so it makes me like chuckle that. every time you felt do face. it. Yes. Felt face. I guess that's home saying. I didn't realize. It's that. like on the Goldbergs. The dad would always say uh, Batman instead of Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. So felt face will be here uh, around eight twenty or so, and uh, we have some other things to give away and stuff to talk about. So we'll go ahead and take a break. Come back in a second. The entertainment report is up. We have an arrest that was live streamed that we'll talk about and a few other things, as well as some stuff to give to you. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. 
you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, Marissa in for Nick again today. Nick had posted online about this. He's got the vid. Yeah. He's got the COVID, uh, but he's uh, he's doing okay. He doesn't, he doesn't feel great, but he's not, you know, in a bad way or anything like that. Is he like coming that. on with us well, later today? we are going to check in with him later, yes. Because what happened yesterday. Uh, no. He tested po- He's pregnant. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Congratulations. Yes. So, you know. But he has COVID, too. That's huge. Wow. Is that a symptom? Yeah. 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 It might be. You do get pregnant from COVID. Uh, so, no, but he had this really big event coming up. Yes. And we're going to talk about that uh, later. And he's going to check in with us uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. So we'll get to that. He's on the mend. Let's, however, give away something for free. If you can answer this question, we have a stupid question. And we are going to give away a pair of MMRBQ pit tickets. So the question, pretty easy one. What state is Nick nicknamed? And Steve, I'll do this in honor of, of Claire's latest hobby, the Beehive Hello. State. What state is nicknamed the Beehive State? 215-263-WMMR is the number. I have a long list of birthdays to mention today. It is Thursday, May 12th. There's some good ones, by the way. You had, like, none yesterday. Yeah. something. I don't know yeah. what happened on this date back, uh, well, I guess every year, because it goes throughout the uh, the ages. We will begin with a fantastic musician by the name of Mr. Steve Winwood. Oh. Celebrates his birthday today. He is uh, 74 years old. Love everything. He's just a, amazing. He's a guy who can do it all, too. I mean, he's a, he's a great keyboard player. He's, he's a guitarist. Obviously, his vocals are just... Fantastic. So with the Spencer Davis group, what he had his first hit at the age of 16. Yeah. Uh, and then you have uh, Traffic, you have Blind Faith, the Steve Winwood, you know. The band, solo stuff. The solo stuff. Yeah. And then he had a, he had a really cool resurgence in the uh, in the late 80s as well. Big hits with like uh, uh, Roll With It and oh Freedom Overspill. And Great stuff. That album is just spectacular. Higher Love is on that album. Mark of the Divers, one oh, of my favorite albums. An awesome song, You know, close. Oh, I love this song. I think song. this is on Ark of a Diary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, this is on the... Yeah, it might be. But uh, he's got so many great songs throughout the years and just love this. You know, it's a great... I mean, if you like the synthesis of of rock with jazz, um, Low Spark of High Heel Boys. Yeah, it's yeah. an amazing song. Here, you want to... I got you, Steve. Yeah. Uh, okay, hang on. We got to do this live. There it is. Uh, Steve Winwood is 74 today. All right. How about another musical talent? Listen, and I mean this. I think this guy's a great musician. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know who would agree with me? Chuck D'Amico. He posted about it recently. It's Billy Squire's birthday today. Yeah. Uh, there are several Billy Squire songs I like a lot. Now, then uh, Rock Me Tonight came along, and uh, <laughs> and it's an okay song, but the video is just as cheesy as you can get, and it kind of... 
If you had stuck a stuck a pin in his career. Haven't seen it. He sort of improvisationally dances throughout it, and it's an embarrassment. He admits it's an embarrassment. He's but not the, a good dancer guy at all. Uh-uh. It looks like he's having a seizure. But he wrote a couple of really hooky songs. Yeah, "Rock Me Tonight," yeah. "My Kind of Lover," "Lonely as the Night," "In the Dark," "Everybody Wants You," "The Stroke." This song. Those are all great songs. We're watching the video. Oh no! He does stop this. it. There's the one where he's doing. He's yeah. swinging. His- I mean, it makes like like Rick Astley does really bad dancing yeah, yeah. in uh, Never Gonna Give You Up. This is worse than that. It makes Rick Astley look like Baryshnikov. Uh, so Billy Squire is seventy two years old today. Uh, <laughs> all right, one of the all time great musicians. We're gonna stick with music for a little bit. Burt Bacharach oh, celebrates wow. his ninety fourth birthday today. So I am a massive Burt Bacharach fan. I'm a massive Burt Bacharach and Elvis Costello fan. They've done some stuff together. Just love his stuff. Yep. Thank you to Austin Powers for introducing both of them to me. Yep. Yep. He, he helped. Yeah. Kind of revitalize his uh, notoriety to a younger audience mm-hmm. by having him in uh, the movies. Backrack introduced us to Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. Yep. Which is this, right? Yep. Uh, so, Burt Backrack is 94 today. Uh, all right. So, on to actors and actresses. Samantha Mathis is 52. She was in the movie mm-hmm. Pop Up the Volume. Uh, she was also in American President. She plays his assistant. I always liked her. She's 52. Broken today. Arrow. Uh, we also have uh, on to athletes. Tony Hawk oh. has his birthday today. Uh, great documentary out about him. Did you see it, Marissa? Is it great? I haven't watched it. I, I kind of wanted to watch it with Matt because Matt knows a whole bunch of his friends. He He'll did a know premiere. a ton of yeah. people in that video, in that uh, uh, the documentary, and it goes through how um, you know even though at at. At a point when he was on top of the world in, yeah. in the skating realm, uh, he was barely making ends meet yeah. and and, uh, and almost had to give it up. And there were all kinds of problems. And, you know, it, it covers a whole lot in him. But, but it goes through, you know, like when he was going to hit that 720 uh-huh. and all that stuff. It's really, really cool. Do you remember Gleaming the Cube? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. he was the, I guess it was a Pizza Hut delivery driver in, in that movie. So but he, he uh, uh, started, obviously the video game connection was huge. That game just dominated the video game world for a while. And he got into producing his own videos and stuff. Yep. Uh, he's in Jacass, Casey, right? Jacass Forever? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, he shows up in all of those. Yeah, and, yeah. And, um, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of what he was in. In, the le- in Jacass, yeah. the last one? I think he was in Jacass Forever. He but listen, they, they also demonstrate in the documentary how how advanced yeah. he was over everyone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, everybody. They just couldn't believe what he was doing. I'm sorry, man. When you, you know, when they give you the angle uh, on the, uh, the ramp and they're looking over, that looks pretty terrifying. Oh, and, and when you actually stand up there yourself, yeah, yeah. It, it looks intimidating from a, uh, you know, from any point of view, but when you're up there, you're like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It looks uh, like, yeah, no, maybe I could pull that up. No, no, uh-uh. Mm-mm. And so when these guys are practicing tricks, they, you know, it's not like, listen, I dove, and if you 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 missed the dive, you'd slap into the water. These guys hit hard Services and Maris, I appreciated it. I watched a video of your boyfriend mm-hmm. attempting to do a. I guess it was a double backflip on a half pipe, a triple, triple, yeah. Mm, and and but like, and he was doing it in competition. And so you know, somebody like Tony Hawk or any of these yeah. these extreme athletes, like they, they must have like some sort of a screw loose. Yeah. Well, I remember, <laughs> I remember watching the nine hundred live, and he did it like twelve times, and yes. they just let him. They were yep. just like, yep. you got, you got to make this. It's until the X Games until you, until yeah. you yeah. get it. Yeah, yep. did, and he got it. He yep. eventually got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's uh, why we do radio every day in the hopes that we'll get it right. We just keep trying. Uh, it's also Jason Biggs' birthday today, American Pie Run movies. Yep, he is uh, 44. You know what uh, movie I also liked he was in was Loser. I don't know if you remember yes, that Yeah, movie. I remember Loser. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a cute movie. Uh, you also have uh, Stephen Baldwin of the Baldwin Brothers. He was in The Usual Suspects and also that uh, Oscar-winning performance in Biodome. He is so good. There's <laughs> such a powerful scene that is very reminiscent of the uh, train platform scene in Sophie's Choice. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes, yes yeah. Yeah. It just rips your guts out. He's... I have a clip from Usual Suspects. I don't know what it is. I feel like it might be his if you want to hear it. Go ahead. All right, because we also have another Usual Suspects birthday coming up. So You know what happens when you do another turn in the joint? <laughs> if you follow in the shower and then have a snack? You want to charge me, head? I think that that might actually be Kevin Pollack. God, that sounds, they sound like kids. That's how That's how long ago that movie came out. They sound like kids. I have to hear that again. Those are my sons. Uh-huh. Hang on a second. You know what happens when you do another Carter. turn in the joint? F*** your father in the shower and then have a snack. You want to charge me, head? That's Parker at the end Have there. they heard these now, like, as adults? Not, uh, probably not. Oh, you should, they, you <laughs> no. should let them listen to it. They Parker does mention from time to time if, if the show radio show comes up or, or my name or whatever, he'll go, you know, you ever heard of Toddler Theater? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, not like only Stephen that. Baldwin, but Gabriel Byrne, who is in uh, The Usual Suspects, mm-hmm. also celebrates a birthday today. And he's in tons of stuff. He goes back to, to um, uh, 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 Excalibur, right? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I absolutely. He plays, I think he plays Utha in oh. that. Uh, so he is, uh, Gabriel Byrne is 72. Steve, did you watch the... Um, any of uh, War of the Worlds that he was I, in, that, that series? I did. I watched some of it. I really wanted to get into it. I yeah. couldn't. But it dragged out a bit. It did. It did too much. It looked like what I saw the, the, in the, uh, the coming attractions and the teaser trailers. I'm like, oh, I, I can buy into this. Yeah, it took a real serious turn yeah, on yeah. it, but it was it was a lot. It was actually not him. the first time they tried to do a TV series based around War of the Worlds. So they've yeah. done one years ago, and they used the actual... Ships that look like the original ships from the uh, um, 1956 movie. Yeah. I just can't quite get it right. Uh, Emilio Estevez has his birthday. We had him here in the studio yeah. with, with his father, Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. That yeah. was really cool. That movie, and I forget the name of it, but... Um, it El Dorado was, or something uh, yeah. like that? Or, what or, year was that? Was I here? You were uh, here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you were busy talking to Dave <laughs> Faustino in the uh, green room. It was about going on that religious, um, you know, trek. Walk it was right, the wall, yeah, um, right. Um, and it's a real, it's a real thing. People do it every year, yeah. and it was actually an, an Estevez. Uh, I think wrote it and directed it, and it's really good. It's called The Way. The Way, yeah. I almost had it with El Dorado. But <laughs> 2010. El Camino. The Way. So, let's see. Uh, but uh, The Breakfast Club, probably my all-time favorite. <laughs> Here's Kathy in the picture standing right next to Martin Sheen. Oh, wow, yeah, he's right next to you. You're resting on him. I'm literally hugging him. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so he is uh, 60 today. Big birthday for Emilio Estevez. Uh, Kim Fields, Facts of Life. Tootie has her birthday today. And she is uh, 53 years old. She's a lot of fun. We've had her on a couple times. Uh, all right, it's also Ving Rhames' birthday. No, man. Yeah. I'm pretty f- Far from okay. <laughs> I love Ving Rhames, man. Yeah. I do too. So uh, in the uh, the Dawn of the Dead, the Zack Snyder film, he's great. Yeah. In um, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh my God, he's hilarious. The scene where he's singing "I'm Every Woman in the Shower" <laughs> is just 
I, it's just I laugh out loud hysterical. Oh, and he's playing one on one with Adam Sandler. And he's going to say, I don't want to know. He's your man. That's your man. <laughs> uh, he is. <laughs> He's six three. Of course, he's the he's the uh, the narrator for the Arby's uh, commercial. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, That's when he's dancing. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, I didn't know he was the Arby's guy. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. have the meats. It makes sense now. Yeah. I just thought it was another deep voice guy. Nope. Okay. He kind of he puts it on yeah. a little bit. Yeah. He, does a lot of the, he does a Bill Weston. Yeah, exactly. Dog yeah. like this. Third leg of the meat. Um, <laughs> stunningly beautiful Emily Van Camp has her birthday. Uh, you know her from Winter Soldier and Civil War. She plays Sharon Carter, Agent Sharon Carter. What was the show she was on? Uh, it was uh, She was... Uh, Kind of conniving. The family had done her wrong, and Brothers she was and sisters. Dis- no, no, she Revenge. was in that show, but what? I know, she I never saw it. I yeah, know she was sort of dismantling about. this family by kind of in, in sleeping with the, the the patriarch and all that. Is it stuff. revenge? Might be revenge. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah me likey. She's uh, thirty six <laughs> today, and then the last birthday, uh, another beautiful woman, uh, Mullen Anchorman. Yes, has her birthday today, uh, and everything from uh, the Heartbreak Kid to Couples Retreat and Watchmen. She plays Silk Spectre too, and that she is forty-four today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer. A lot of, a lot of birthday. Oh, oh, oh. first I had one more for me to add, uh, and we can't ma- pass this one up. Uh, Rami Malek has his birthday. Ah, obviously, Bohemian Rhapsody was incredible, uh, but also Night at the Museum. He's in James Bond, uh, No Time to Die. Good villain, uh, Mr. Robot, uh, and he is forty-one years old today. But his turn as Freddie Mercury is absolutely astounding. So happy birthday, everybody, on this day. All right, what state is nicknamed the Beehive State? That's what we're going for, and it is Dave who gets to take crack at it. Yo, Dave, good morning. Hey, morning, guys. How you doing? Good. All right, Dave, Beehive State. You know, it is Utah. Utah. Yeah! You got it. Hang on, my man. Got yourself a pair of MMRBQ pit tickets Saturday, May 21st, a week from this Saturday. So pitted. At the formally named Waterfront Music Pavilion. It's got a new name. I have it written down somewhere. It's Freedom Mortgage. Freedom Mortgage? Yeah. Pavilion? Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Or Freedom Mortgage Dang. There needs Stadium? To be, there needs or- to be, they need to name it. And then whoever the sponsor is that buys it every couple of years, that goes first. So, you know what I mean? Right. It, like, it, maybe it's called the Pavilion. And right. now it's the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Right. It's yeah. the so-and-so Pavilion. Whatever. But they need to stick to something so we know what the hell we're talking about. But they just released yesterday that it's uh, that it's got a new... Uh, oh, yeah. So, it is called, officially, I have it here. The Tweeter Center. Uh, the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. There it is. Okay, right. so there it is. So, it is Pavilion. Can we just call it the pavilion? That's I like the pavilion. That's like, yeah. Isn't that a good idea? Yeah, it's a yeah. good one. Over at the pavilion. I like that. Everybody at Freedom Mortgage is banging their heads against the wall. <laughs> Whatever, man. We've had, you know. I love it. I mean, how happen. many things has it been? How I've many got it names? written down. I've oh, got yeah. all. Yeah, we'll get all to right. that later on if we get a chance. So anyway, uh, the show is coming up at the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. At the pavilion. Uh, eight <laughs> bands plus the President Steve side stage featuring Froggy, live band karaoke, and sidearm and Jackie Bam Bam party deck DJ said. Uh, tickets start at just $25. Complete details, WMMR.com, including uh, a chance for you to vote on uh, our karaoke audition video. So you can let us know who you like, and we'll take that into consideration. All right, some entertainment news stories. 
Andy Dick was arrested again. Oh, boy. This time for felony sexual battery, and the footage was live-streamed. The actor was caught being dragged out of the RV that he is currently living in by cops while in handcuffs. He lives with these live-streamers. I think it's a thing they're doing. They're paying him. Uh, Andy Dick was arrested for sexual battery. He was dragged out of the RV, uh, and it was uh, they had him in handcuffs, and it was live-streamed. Orange County, California is where it happened, and uh, it was after a trailer was residing in at the time was surrounded by police. Officials put the actor in handcuffs, carried him away, all of which was broadcast live. Like I said, he is now in custody. I was arrested for felony sexual battery after an adult male at the O'Neill Regional Park claimed the star sexually assaulted him. Uh, let's see. The It was played on the RV YouTube channel's live stream. <laughs> There's an RV YouTube channel. The footage from the Captain Contents RV showed several Orange County Sheriff's deputies speaking with Andy before walking him to their vehicles. Uh, they spoke to him before handcuffing him and bringing him off. Andy was uh, uh, living at the site with a group of live streamers. Sheriff's deputy then entered his trailer and searched it after... He was taken away. They also uh, asked to were asked to collect the male victim's pants as evidence. Uh, and I read in a different story during a clip, uh, a man named JJ accused Dick of molesting him in his sleep, and he could be heard on camera telling someone that he woke up in another RV with a comedian and smelled something artificial like lube or lotion on his quote parts. Jesus. So, so Andy Dick has lived in um, since or his during his fall in a tool shed, a garage, and now this RV. So this is actually a step up from some of the places he's been living in. Mm-hmm. So uh, arrested again, and we'll yeah. see what this means for him as far as you know going to jail. All right. Amy Schumer reflected on her recent hysterectomy and liposuction procedure in an Instagram post. Uh, she posted in a, or she posed in a black corset bodysuit and wrote uh, yesterday, C-section, hysterectomy, lipo. This summer is about letting the love in. <laughs> Trying to be healthy and strong for myself and my family. I want to feel hot, too, in my prime. Let's go who's with me, is what she put. Uh, she told Chelsea Handler in March, and she wanted to be open and honest about her liposuction procedure, saying, I just wanted to say that because if anybody sees me in pictures or anything and they're like, she looks thinner and whatever, it's because I had surgery, it's too hard, and I just want to be real about it, she said. So, Damn. So she got it done, and uh, she's moving on, and uh, she feels sexy, so good for her. After nine years, Diane Kruger has finally revealed the name of her, or not after nine years, after three years, of her three-year-old daughter, with Norman Reedus. Uh, during an interview with People, the actress revealed that the little girl's name is Nova. Nova. Yeah, she's a good name. I like of the apes. Uh, so, Nova in Latin means new beginning, and a Nova star keeps changing and is reborn. And she said, We love Tennessee and the Smoky Mountains. We do motorcycle trips there. Because uh, Norman is on uh, The Walking Dead, she had considered the name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. That didn't look right no. on the registry. No. How do you spell that? This yeah. is my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they, they hid the name for three years. I don't know how you do that. That's pretty miraculous. But, also, yeah. why? Yeah. What's that? Also, why? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know how people get when you uh, name your daughter Nova. <laughs> well, no, I think it comes down to, like, also protecting the child and True. also well, yeah. locking down, like, social media accounts for the kids yeah. so that they're not I think a healthy thing to do, though. Like that. Do like Michael Jackson did. Dress them in Mardi Gras masks. But there you go. Yeah. Whole blankets. Uh, speaking of kids, uh, Adam Sandler's 13-year-old daughter, Sunny, 
celebrated her bat mitzvah with a star-studded party at the Hillcrest Country Club in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's him getting the bill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, video posted by TikTok, or to TikTok by user uh, Lila Newkirk shows celebrities like Jennifer Aniston, Halsey, Taylor Lautner, and Charlie Puth enjoying the candy-themed event. That's, imagine that kind of party. Yep. So, what's he going to do? That He's, he's a, like a... An even kill guy. I wonder if he's going to pull out all the stops when she hits 16. Yeah, maybe. You I know? don't know. Probably if she wants it, you know. Yeah, like yeah. For your kids. His wife is looking a little uh, plastic. You know what? That's a, I'm sorry to go to double yes. back, though. Uh, in, in Jewish families, so the, the, you know, bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs, big, big deal. Huge. I've been to a few of them myself, yeah. and it's a big party. Very expensive a lot of times. So I wonder if they if the sweet yeah, sixteen thing do they do that? even exists. That's a good question uh, for the family. Yeah, they say they they do such a big party for a thirteenth birthday. Yeah, these are like huge. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. wedding size sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Rebel Wilson is happily in a relationship with someone special. The Pitch Perfect star said Wednesday it was a friend set up. Uh, he'd known both of us uh, for at least five years each and was like, yeah, I think the two of you would hit it off. And then we did. And I don't know anything outside of that. So she apparently was dating like seven or eight people at the same time and kind of wanted to figure out what she liked a lot. She's lost a ton of weight. Uh, and so she's, uh, I don't know, I, I had the feeling this guy was one of the trainers that she was working with. Oh, but really? I'm not sure, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. How about this? Uh, Kathy, uh, you will really freak out on this. Oh, no. Uh, Sarah Silverman uh, repulsed the host of The View yesterday by admitting she shares a toothbrush with her boyfriend. Oh, oh yeah, no. Uh, Sorry. No. Mount Sarah. No. The 51-year-old comedian said that uh, she and her boyfriend, Roy Albanese, have, quote, never not shared a toothbrush. Uh, That's crazy. It's not okay. Uh, Silverman, who has dated uh, Albanese since 2020, seemed uh, alarmed by the surprise reaction she got from the host and added, why is that so gross? We kiss each other where we pee. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, listen, The um, uh, it makes sense that, uh, that reasoning uh, is just, t- she also, and I don't know what, uh, documentary, what I saw her in, but her big advice to anybody was to take care of your teeth. Well, mm-hmm. and you, what about gingivitis? Are, are, is that is gingivitis transmissible or are oral diseases yeah. vis-a-vis a toothbrush? I would assume they would be, but right? Also, and obviously, kissing would, though. It's right, the exact yeah. same thing. thing. I don't know, but when um, you're like massaging your gums with the I don't know. Well, you're doing it with your tongue sometimes when you stick it in somebody else's mouth. Yeah. Right? Home. I, uh, uh, I did one time, uh, my girlfriend at the time, she just stayed over at my place, and she, uh, we got up in the morning, and I was brushing my teeth, and she's like, "I don't have a toothbrush." I'm like, "Here, just use mine." You know, I mean, I, the, the one time, I, and I, yeah. I, you can have your own toothbrush. Yeah. I wouldn't do that, share it all the time. But I was like, "Here," and she's like, "Ooh, no, gross." I'm like. Do you know where your mouth just was <laughs> what, a few yeah. minutes ago? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay to use my For toothbrush. For some reason, I, and I think Kathy would agree, salad tossing is better than... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But I, she, I, um... Then doing that. I think she can afford more than one toothbrush, right? Yeah, like, why? I yeah. Know, that's the point. Like, if, okay, is he... Even if he's, like, not a live-in, if he just comes over and stays a lot, like, well, why would you not have another toothbrush? There's some cute things. Like, like for example, Claire and I will double up on, um, uh, you know, no- <laughs> nozzles when we take an enema. Yeah. You know, we got what they call the love nozzle. I have extra toothbrushes. I always have an extra toothbrush Wait in my house minute. in case anybody is there or staying there and needs a toothbrush. Like, I, it just doesn't make sense why she wouldn't have at least two. No, I hear you. 
Uh, Love Nozzle is a band. <laughs> is Nozzle spelled N O Z E L or N O Z Z L E? Z Z. Yeah. I got to rewrite it. It's like Basel, but with. Love with with, a, with an mm. mm. So, Z-Z-L-E. <laughs> we have a little, a, Claire keeps a basket in our bathroom yeah. that has m- multiple. That's what I have. Right. Used toothbrushes. Right. Yeah, but oh I, my God. I have so many just from going to the dentist alone. Yeah. You know, because they give you free yes. toothbrushes right. and, and toothpaste. I've got bags of that stuff hey, sitting You're around. staying over here. Go. Here's the toothbrush. Yeah, I, don't I know. had a boyfriend who every time we would go on vacation, he would never bring a toothbrush because he shared mine. Oh, it was like it was his I'm glad thing. You guys yeah. broke what? up. Yeah. Was this the one who'd wear your bra too? <laughs> uh, no, Steve, not that one. Okay. It was a different one. Hang on, let me go to a dentist. Eric is a dentist. He's on the line. Eric, good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. Nah, we want to find. What, what what can you weigh in about using someone else's toothbrush? You could definitely uh, transmit diseases, uh, both dental diseases and other diseases, by using somebody else's toothbrush. Okay, so if you, if you are at some level of intimacy where you French kiss and so on and so forth or whatever you're doing, uh, is is it still is it riskier to use a toothbrush? Not that much, but it still is a little bit. It is a little bit more risky. Okay, all right. So you'd you'd advise as a professional, don't kiss anyone. Don't kiss anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, don't no. Uh, use a, use uh, your own toothbrush. Use your own toothbrush, but make sure that the person that you're kissing has excellent oral hygiene. There, there you go. go. In a pinch, though, if you needed to, you could use someone else's toothbrush and. You know, for that no. day, if you wanted to. You wouldn't know about docking, would you? No, no. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> Is that safe? I don't know. All right. I have a uh, a pretty heavy story here, but I wanted to pass this along. Uh, Selma Blair has been an open book in recent years when it comes to discussing her multiple sclerosis diagnosis, but she shares even more about her life battles in her new memoir, which is called Mean Baby. Uh, People Magazine debuted excerpts from the book in which uh, she revealed that uh, her alcohol addiction developed after she started drinking at seven Years seven, old. come on, seven. Now here's the deal. Uh, she she's been uh, so, uh, sober since 2016, but she said the first time I got drunk, it was in uh, it was a revelation. Uh, I always liked Passover as I took small sips of the Manischewitz. I was allowed throughout the seder. A light flood, uh, a light flooded through me, filling me up with the warmth of God. <laughs> but the year I was seven, when we basically had Manischewitz on tap and no one paying attention to my consumption level, I put it together. The feeling was not God, but fermentation. I thought, well, this is a huge disappointment. But since it turns out I can get the warmth of the Lord from a bottle, thank God there's one right here. And I got drunk that night, wow. very drunk. Eventually, I was put in my sister Katie's bed. Uh, with her in the morning, I didn't remember how I'd gotten there. Listen, I was, you know, raised Catholic, and uh, and I, I just, I sort of, I understand that the wine is the blood of Christ. I just disagree with it because I saw a, a kid at the first communion taking a sip out of the chalice, and I said to, I'm like, you, you let him do that. She's like, it's not wine; it's the blood of Christ. I'm like, no, it's it's it's, it's wine. wine. It is yeah. wine. Uh, you know and by the I, way, Manischewitz tastes like candy. Man. Oh, really? It's like okay. super duper sweet. Yeah. I never uh, took the wine at church. You know why? Because you're sharing the glasses. Yep. With, right. Was, yep. Yeah. One hundred percent. What you do is you dip your toothbrush in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Like, it uh, grossing me out. I'm like, why would I want to sip that after the 30 people in front of me just sipped in it? In all the years, and we used to have, like, I remember for the first many years of going to church, it, at least in my life, it was a straight-up Latin mass. And uh, I that wine-sipping thing was never a part of it. It was just the oh. Eucharist. 
We, we were ne- no, I, I never did the wine thing. Mm. Uh, she reveals her alcoholism worsened, worsened as a young adult and writes about being raped after a day of binge drinking while on spring break from college. Like she's had a few incidents like this happen. Uh, she writes that she had been raped multiple times uh, because she was too drunk to say the words "please stop." Only that one time was violent. She said, I came out of each event quiet and ashamed. And then she had another sexual assault that took place. And this was at a boarding school. And it was uh, was like her principal uh, that did this. Oh, yeah. It was either it, a principal it was an administrator, I think. Or, or an administrator, I'm sorry, yeah. Didn't specifically say whether it was the principal or not. So uh, her memoir called Mean Baby is set to publish on uh, May 17th. I follow her on Instagram, and it's a ton of really um, sort of uh, inspiring and wonderful stuff for her getting together with friends. She gets together with Sarah Michelle Geller a lot. They're yeah. really good friends, and I love to see that. Yep. All right. Uh, this is kind of fun. Uh, a few people, well, what they did was fun, but it's a serious reason behind it. But a uh, few people seem to be stunned Wednesday when Goop posted that it was planning to sell a high end disposable <laughs> baby diaper. Uh, the Instagram post reads Meet the diaper with a little accent mark over the E. Our new disposable diaper line with virgin alpaca wool and fastened with amber gemstones, known for their ancient emotional cleansing properties, infused with the scent of jasmine and bergamot uh, for a revitalized baby, dropping tomorrow at 11 a.m., $120 for a pack of 12. But on Wednesday evening, Goop revealed that it was all a PR stunt. And uh, Paltrow says in a video that was uploaded to, uploaded to Goop's Instagram account, uh, just a few hours after the uh, fake product was. Uh, she said, Goop launched a luxury disposable diaper at $120 for a pack of 12, and there was a lot of outrage. And then she said, good. <laughs> it was designed to piss us off uh, because if treating diapers like a luxury makes you mad, you should uh, so should taxing them like a luxury. The diaper is a fake product meant to shine a light on a real problem. Uh, are diapers taxed? Well, yeah. So is, there's uh, a, is there an additional diaper tax? Yes, there is. Uh, in 33 states, uh, they, are treated, they aren't treated as an essential item, and they're taxed as a luxury good. Diapers? Yeah. Oh, so that's why she's pointing it out. Uh, so uh, despite the absolute necessity of diapers, she said, in 33 states, they aren't treated as an essential item. Uh, they are taxed as a luxury good depending on the state. This tax, uh, the sales tax can have between uh, 1.5% and 7% to their cost. And we priced our fictional diapers at $120 because that is what the diaper tax could cost families annually. Do you know what we used to do? My mom used to take uh, paper bags she'd get from the store and cut them up like she would our, no, our, no, our school yeah. books and, and make diapers out of them. That's yeah. smart, man. It's great. I uh, can't believe this is what she does. I mean, like, there is a, there's always talk about it, like, but who actually shops on her site? Oh, I have a friend who uh, worked Is for... Is it Cooper? Well, he worked for Melinda Gates. And then oh, so he was friends with like all the people who were in that world. And yes, it, it's like a luxury item. Like you want to be on your boat using goop suntan lotion. Like that's what like, I mean. I can't believe that that's her. That she like yeah. people are actually... <laughs> Wanting that. And there's stuff on her site that's not ridiculously expensive. Yeah. I just don't know anybody that would go there and shop there. She it's like having... She's cultivated... Do you think she cultivated, Marissa, a lot of her uh, clientele with those pop-up stores initially? 100%. Okay. So it's like having an expensive purse. Yeah. Like having goop items right. is... It became shows a thing. Your wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Happy. you're right. By the way, I found uh, some sunblock, 30 sunblock, the spray on kind. You don't use spray on that, do you? I do. Okay. <gasps> Her mom does two That's two canisters, two yeah. canisters for six dollars. Oh, really? Well, yeah. You're going to be burnt to hell after you. Eat it. <laughs> no, no. And I checked the expiration date just to make sure that they weren't, you know, selling. And it doesn't expire until next summer. I don't want to say it on air because I'm going to go back and buy more. 
You just I want to buy all of them. No, no, I don't want to say where I found them. All right, you okay. can write me a note. Mm, yeah. Mm. Ask me a note. Now you've pissed off people who want cheap uh, yeah. <laughs> sunblock. I go out with diapers on my head. That's yeah, that props, that's going to be good yeah. for your head, UV dude. UV protection's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then I, there's a little like adhesive strap under my chin. Yep. I, I would pay good money to see that. I'll wear a Actually, diaper I have hat. a picture of me with diaper a diaper on my head at oh, home. Yeah. I used to do that with me and the me and my sons <laughs> when they were little they're, babies. They're kind of already formed to fit your head. Yeah. yeah. That's why I did it. Yeah. I'm like, that looks like that would fit. <laughs> All right. Uh Joel McHale is returning to E for the celebrity competition chef uh, show Celebrity Beef. Uh the network announced on Wednesday that the former host of the soup. Will helm the show, which is set to premiere this summer. According to the show's description, it says each week two celebrities will go head-to-head in a light-hearted face-off, knives in hand and spices on the rack, ready to cook the best dish this side of the Hollywood Hills. This could be interesting because you could have people like Dave Grohl on and other people who love to, yeah. uh, you know. They, in fact, there was a video up yesterday of Henry Cavill, um, you know, Superman and the Witcher. Yeah. Uh, he has one of those case um, sequoia soles and they look like a big egg. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, He was barbecuing on that and showing all his yep. chops. It's pretty, Food, uh, Food Network has done some uh, celebrity yeah. uh, face-offs before. I think so, fun. And I think they are too, yeah. This could, this could do well. Uh, so, a new made-for-TV movie from South Park uh, will drop on Paramount Plus this spring. According to the Hollywood Reporter, South Park, The Streaming Wars will drop on the streaming service on June 1st. And it is the third of 14 films uh, that uh, Trey and Matt agreed to when they signed their $900 million Viacom CBS deal last Come year. On. Man, oh, Do you man. have Paramount Plus? I believe yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I haven't watched anything in a while, uh, a streaming at all. So I'm, I'm watching The Offer and a few other things. On, uh, oh, and uh, uh, Strange New Worlds, the Star Trek series. Okay, uh, so there's some good stuff on it. Uh, the MTV Movie and TV Awards announced their nominations yesterday, and Spider-Man: No Way Home is the most nominated project at the award show with seven total nominations. Where do the um, ballots appear? Do, do we know how they solicit? Is it? It's a good question. Yeah. I've never looked into that. No. Uh, followed by Euphoria with six nominations and The Batman with four nominations. Uh, the ceremony will take place June 5th, broadcast live from Barker Hanger. They say the big money, the good money, is on the Ken Adams, uh, Ken Burns, uh, Ben Franklin. Oh, yeah. Oh, for the MTV yeah. Movie Awards? Uh, so this will be in Los Angeles. It'll be at 8 o'clock. All right, I think we can jump to the clips now. All right, a young girl tries to understand how she mysteriously gained the power to set things on fire with her mind in the 2022 rendition of Stephen King's Firestarter. And here, Zach Efron compliments the work of his 12-year-old co-star, Ryan Kira Armstrong. She's so professional and was is such a strong actor that all of the things that I was kind of nervous about bringing to the table in terms of performance, she did so well that it was just... Very, very easy and really, really fun. Uh, jelly donut. <laughs> uh, Firestarter is in theaters Friday, by the way. Uh, I like Zach Efron. I think yeah. he's going to be a good choice for this uh, for this dad. The dad is a is a very um, likable character. Yes, yeah, very much so. Yeah, he just wants to protect his daughter, and and they're on the run from this. By the way, Jelly this... Donut was supposed to be this person. Oh. Oh, um, same movie, yeah. Uh, but they're they're on the run from this uh, really mysterious uh, uh, shadow government uh, group called the Shop. Which do you get is the sense really cool from the trailer? From what you've seen, do you do you think they're going to be a little bit closer to the book on this? I I, I can't tell. Okay, I, I don't really know, but uh, I'm stoked because it's such a good book, and and I think that uh, that it's it could be done well, and I hope they've done it. So, uh, in theaters this Friday. Next clip. 
When two polar opposite families are forced to camp together, the dads struggle to hold on to their marriage as they compete for the camp trophy in the faith-based, uh, faith-based film Family Camp. And in this clip, uh, the skit guys, Tommy Woodard and Eddie James, explain how their strong friendship help create the film. Here we go. The Reader's Digest version is our youth pastor asked us to quit using our powers for evil as we sat out there and made fun of him and to use it for good. And so he had us start doing skits on Wednesday night at church. And then it was other churches. And then it turned into short videos. And now we've made a long video. I don't I don't want to. I don't think yeah. I want to see it. Uh, family camp is in theaters tomorrow, by the way. All right. Speaking of fire starter. Uh, we do have uh, some uh, Fandango passes for that. Excellent. Movie, uh, to give to you. And we'll take uh, colors uh, 10, 11, and 12 at 215-263-WMMR. And we will give you uh, passes to that. And don't forget that it is streaming as well. It says only on Peacock on Friday. So rated R and come and get it. We will set you up with those. We're going to take a break. Don't forget MMR's concert cash this morning. We're winding down. Tomorrow's the last day. we got a couple of guests to tell you about that when we return. Stay with us. Glad you asked. Muse. Weezer. A day to remember with Mark Hoppus. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. By the way, felt face. Uh, going back to him real quick. Yeah, yeah. Later. He's like, he's worked with the Jim Henson company. Yeah, and absolutely. Been in movies like uh, The Hobbit and Narnia and stuff. So he's, it's the real deal. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, it's, the material's funny. Very, it's very a little, it's, it's not a kid's thing. Yes. <laughs> not by a long shot. Exactly. Yeah. So anyhow, we'll get him in a little bit later on. Uh, in the meantime, I think we need to, to open up shop this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> it's time to head to the general store. There's proprietor Preston Elliott at the front door way beyond in. Come on. And in. as always, his pants are down. All right, listen, we're, we're going to start talking about something we mentioned earlier this morning, but I have a variety of things that we can go through. That's why we're doing the general store. But uh, Waterfront Music Pavilion, which was the BB&T Pavilion, is now known as the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. All right, so that's the new, what they call, in-title sponsor. Call it the Freemo. The Freemo. Freemo. Freemo Fre- Pav. <laughs> the Freemo Pav. What's your go-to? What do you always forget and, like, revert back to? Uh, I just go to uh, Camden. If, yeah. if I need to say somebody, yeah, it shows it's yeah. a tweeter. Uh, I mean, like, I remember the E-Center. So here's what all yeah. it's been, yeah. by the way. Okay, so it debuted uh, in 1995. Um. Uh. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. It's uh. It says yeah. It's, the venue has had several names since it opened in 1995. From its debut to 2001, the venue was known as the Blockbuster Sony Music Entertainment Center. Yeah. That was a mouthful, so we just used to call it the E Center. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh. Then from 2001 to 2008, it was the Tweeter Center. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and from 2008 to 2015, it was known as the Susquehanna Bank Center. Oh, that's, what, that. that's yeah. what I go with. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then I definitely that, go Twitter if I if I need to revert to something. I I go there. That's so 2015 till now, it was known as the BP&T Music Pavilion. Okay, I thought it was more. I thought it was going to be more than that. 
Like what? more changes. More changes. Well, you're you're yeah. also probably thinking about the Wells Fargo and and, uh, no, and, and the multitude change. Yeah, yeah, all the state centers. That one I'm, I was always good with because I I had to pass it, you know, or and I had to go there a lot. So it's like I always knew I could I could uh, see the sign, you know, like that was in my vision. But this one is always. You got to think of the abbreviation too. How things get cut. I remember the the, the first Union Center was the FU, and they yeah. they were not happy with that. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, it's gone through the uh, the. The longest, uh, the, the list of names, the shortest lived name was the Waterfront Music Pavilion, <laughs> which has just been a few months now. Well, that yeah. was kind of a placeholder name, wasn't that, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew that a, right. a sponsor was yeah. coming at some point. <laughs> uh, so, Could have yep. been the President Steve Arena. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I, I, I still, I don't care for the switching up. And I understand there's a lot of money to be made. Uh, but it's just. Um, I think they should name them the way you name like your your passwords. You know, they put it into the computer. It's the seven eight two four semicolon <laughs> exclamation points. Like, how does a place like the man end up as the man for Forever. so long? I love that. It's a simple and, one. Is that and, someone's name, by the way? It's M A N N. Yeah, but it, but it hasn't become you know Chico's Bail Bonds, the Man right. Center. You know right. what I mean? Like, like the the T L A. Yeah, the, the Troc stayed the Trocadero for the longest time. Yeah, well, but, but that's what I mean. That's what I was saying. Like it needs a name, and then you have your large sponsor, and you can even put it up on the building each time it changes. But like it needs a a, a solid steady name. But they want, you know, obviously they want they want to happen what has happened with you. Like they hope that people you're you're like too naming naming rights back. Yeah. And they want that to stick. That's what they're going for. That's happened a few times with like Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park. But yeah. if you go to those stadiums now, the inside of them is very heavily advertised. In. Oh, sure. So they've maintained the outside name because the inside of it is completely <laughs> it, like the bullpen is sponsored. The board is sponsored. Everything is. It's so amazing the, how much they jam in advertising wise yeah. in your local in your average stadium. The Man Center is a nonprofit performing arts center, uh, which is probably uh, why it's okay. sponsorless, okay. at least on the outside. I grew up in St. Louis, so I grew up with Bush Stadium. Yeah. Um, which sense. was always, I mean, that was you know, yeah. before sponsorships came along, mm-hmm. that was uh, already named after a product. And how's your Bush? Did yep. they buy? I mean, but that's I the don't thing. think they own it. I think just because huh. the, the brewery had such a hold and right. it was such a big industry in the city that they just named it that. Marissa, I have a question for you because uh, my son played rugby over like uh, an Edgeley Field. So when I come home from there, there is the Dell Center. Yeah, the Dell. Yeah. All right. So and I remember hearing about it. Uh Is that even open anymore? Press. It's like a music like pavilion uh, that's over. It's on the other side of Kelly Drive. Okay. Strawberry Mansion. Strawberry Mansion. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so do bands, like, perform, like, big bands? Where, where is the Dell? Where, I, is it an amphitheater? What is it? it? You know what, Steve? You actually pass it on when you're on Kelly oh, wow. Drive. There's <laughs> this little... I've um, never seen this place. There's never! This, there's a little street off of Kelly Drive where once once in a while you'll see a car coming out of, and that's the backstage for the Dell. I've never seen this, Marissa. I would call What's it... What's happening? <laughs> I would call it the equivalent of, um... Uh, what was the the uh, waterfront venue that we had uh, f- that just closed a few summers oh, right, ago? Right, it was right on the river. Yeah, uh, right on Delaware Avenue. We had a whole bunch of shows. Seaport Music. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. How was that called? 
I've forgotten. I think it starts. It started Great. with an A, if I remember correctly. It's been absorbed. Well, they don't have any shows listed here, though. So they usually. It's kind uh-huh. of like mid-season shows. Connor Barwin had his first um, ukulele show there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He had his first Make the World Better shows there. Right, right, um, right, right. So it's kind of like the union transfer to the electric factory. It's a little smaller. It looked like there were at least 3,000 seats yeah, there. Though. It, it, looked, it looked pretty good. I just didn't of it. see decent parking there. And, right. uh, but when I was driving past, I was like, well, that looks, oh, so, you know. The picture's up here. This looks pretty, yeah. I mean, that looks... That looks pretty formidable there. Yeah, so so I guess whatever's behind you, that's Strawberry Mansions, like North Philly. Mm-hmm. We should do our show from there. But what you're facing is the Schuylkill River, where like Kelly Drive, oh, like you know, yeah, really, really gorgeous background. So yeah, I, don't know. I mean, when you think about the Man Center, you're just parking on a field. I mean, there's not technically parking lots. They just close. They uh, just close off that road and say, yeah. park here. Are you talking about Festival Pier? Festival earlier? Pier, that's yeah, yeah. it. Yes. I was thinking of a different location. Well, no, you were thinking of where we're like we had the AAAS performed well, that's what yeah. Yeah. for Y one hundred. Well, that used to be Festival Pier, and then they moved Festival Pier uh, north. Uh, and north of the Ben Franklin Bridge, I guess, right? It's just basically to a giant parking lot. Yeah, so I would call the Dell uh, Pavilion like the equivalent of that small stage to Festival Pier. So if the uh, concert had ticketitis, they would move it down the street to the okay. smaller venue. All right, I got you. All right, well, the uh, uh, the BB&T Pavilion, the East Center, whatever the hell you want to call it, now it's the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. So they have changed the name. <laughs> All right, let's go into the pet section of the general store this like morning. <laughs> Would you buy a human-sized dog bed? Uh, yes, yeah. I would. Yes, because I, I love them. Sometimes I, I I'll too. crawl into the the bed as with my dog. I do too. Yeah, we have a big. And our dog's not even that big, but we have uh, we have a, a good sized dog bed. It is so comfortable. Well, it is so fluffy. How come it's it, crazy? No one ever seized upon this idea before because yes. it's 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 a cocoon like experience. Well, they have a new. Oh, it's. It's for humans? Yes. Oh. oh so oh. it's a new product, and it's called... Now, this might be miswritten uh, here. No, it's, it, I, I think I saw the same article. It's designed... No, 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 no. I'm saying the name of the product. Oh, oh. It is called the, the, the Pluffle. That can't be right. No, that's when you fart from your private product. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a queef. Yeah, well, no, for well, the, the man version. Oh, yeah. the, the pluffle. Yeah. When you, when no, you fart out, when out of your penis. Out of your penis. Okay. That's it, Preston. Oh, my God. I just puffed. The P-L-U-F-L? Yeah. It's, okay. it's a Kickstarter. The pluff- oh, it's a oh, Kickstarter. Oh, go to hell, Kickstarter. It'll never happen. <laughs> well, anyhow, it's the first uh, dog bed for people. Okay. It is intended to help alleviate stress and anxiety. It's made with memory foam, orthopedic foam, and faux fur. <laughs> and oh, it fur. looks like a giant dog bed that is said to comfortably fit two people or a human and a dog. So Fuffer is like a dick fur. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what's a dick fur again? Um, this looks just like, uh, what was the, the beanbag place in the King of Prussia Mall? Oh, uh, Love Sack. Love Sack. Diff- that's what it looks like. Similar, but but th- this is different. At least what I saw. This in is the, just in... lower down to the ground. And I'm down with that. By the way, we bought we bought two of these giant beanbags. Uh, it's it's not from Love Sack. It's somewhere else where show would have to tell me. Uh, but uh, it was on um, Shark Tank. Uh, and we, uh, we, so you can open it up, you can unzip it and the, the, uh, uh, the, the, the big pad that's inside uh-huh. of it, 
you can turn into a mattress. Oh. Yeah, you can so lay it out, and it's a queen size. I wanted to ask you about that. My wife told me, the, I guess yesterday, that you guys had this, and I had been lobbying for this for the longest time. It's pretty great. Is it? And yeah. it's comfortable? Yeah. Right. It's comfortable as now, a beanbag? Too? I have not slept on it. I, I, I sit on the, on the mat. Uh, okay. on the, on the, the beanbag is great. It's great. Right. Okay. It's fantastic. Here's why I think, so for me, sometimes, like, uh, um, in, in our house, I just want to stretch out in a different way. Yeah. And, and something I could pull out of the uh, of the closet quickly and just put down on the floor would be great. The pluffle? The pluffle, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, Preston, so I, what I liked about, uh, what's the one with the mall? Love, Love sack, sack, yeah. Is yeah. that they're high up. Like, it's, it's higher. Because yeah. normally beanbags are lower to the ground. Is yours lower to the ground or um, is it up it's, high? It's, it's, it's the big one is is up pretty high. It is. Those okay. love sacks sit pretty high, actually. Yeah. Like the chairs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's yeah. what I liked about it. Marissa found this. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the product called? Corduroys. Yeah. Corduroys. That's, that's exactly right. what I wanted to get. And they have yep. they have like twin. They have queen. They have king size. So so it is exactly. a bean bag that you un you you, uh, you take it out. Uh, of you it unwrap case. right, and, yep. it t- and it turns into a bed. And so I don't necessarily care about how comfortable it is to sleep in because. My line of thinking was, if whoever's going to sleep on it is probably going to be like a kid or a teenager, right? I wouldn't stick an adult on that. The adult gets the bed. No, you don't use it as like a, <clears throat> no, I'm not getting out of my regular bed for for this, but like when you're sitting and watching TV <laughs> and you want to, um, yeah. uh, you know, just, just get a little bit more comfortable to me, that's that's wonderful. Oh, these um, are, they're high, like the yeah. love sacks. They're, they're mm-hmm. pretty big. Okay. And no, that's a corduroy. No, that's a nutsack. No, I know. I'm saying like the love sack. Oh, okay. That's what I was asking before because I like that, uh, you know, that they're bigger and they're higher up. How much, because the love sacks, the thing about them is they are expensive. So it looks like the similar size for the corduroy um, is, looks like corduroy is about 300 and love sacks about 1,000. Yeah. <sighs> love sack is, they are expensive over there. They're yeah. comfy yeah, though. People love it, but yeah. they're, they're expensive. Uh, I do recommend the, the corduroy. We love it. And by the way, if it gets kind of misshapen, it's got a handle on the back and you pick it up and you bounce it and you shake it <laughs> really? and, and it reforms its shape. Yeah, How it's much are the balloon nuts? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, about the same as a pluffle. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, yes, this is a, a pluffle, and the fur covering is antimicrobial uh, and uh, machine washable. And the bed itself is portable. Uh, the product received over three hundred seventy-nine thousand dollars of backing on Kickstarter. Yeah, good luck. But it will cost you about four hundred dollars for one of these pluffles if you want that. So I thought that was kind of interesting because I, I I like the idea. Of a human-sized dog bed. So do I. They're so comfortable. Preston, I, I, again, you're, you're like me then. You you get into the bed, and I'll curl up next to Chelsea, and it's, uh, you know, I'm hanging out of it. Something that was a little bit bigger that could accommodate me. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Wait a minute. A pillow, pillow, a pillow sack from, from Love Sack is $950? Yeah. A pillow. No, well, no, no, it's a sack. It's, it's the beanbag. Yeah, it's the beanbag. Oh, okay. It's All like right. what you have. All right. Uh, let's it's see what else, sack. what else we have here. Um, let's remain in the uh, the pet section. A massive great white shark has been recorded swimming near the Jersey Shore. Kathy, get out your uh, your app. Wait, that's yeah. what that's what they use. They use that app to yep. track this, and you this thing is enormous. Yeah, they called it Ironbound. That's its name. Holy uh, and I, it's named after an island near Nova Scotia where it was first spotted. It is twelve feet four inches long, weighs nine hundred ninety eight pounds. Uh, <laughs> thousand-pound great white. Well, that's not uncommon. Cruising past yeah. the Jersey Shore. O-Search researchers reported that the male shark was swimming just off the New Jersey coast on April 28th before heading south near the coast of North Carolina, mm. uh, where he pinged on Monday. Researchers say Ironbound is traveling 
uh, has traveled more than 13,400 miles. You have to see his... Since they began tracking him in 2019. They're very nomadic. See, but you have to see his path. Like, he ju- he pretty much does, like, goes the same path uh, all year long. Like, he just goes up and down from Nova Scotia yep. down to Florida. He's, like, down in the Keys and goes back and forth, back and forth. Is and, he on your app right now? If you were to call him yeah, up, you'd be saying, yes. okay. Yeah. And they said that he, um, so he's down near North Carolina, but that they're expecting him... To return. ...based on his uh, pattern to come back towards Jersey Shore. What they tend to do is they tend to follow... The, the the Gulf waters, yeah. you know, as they, and yep. so okay. um, they they will though they're different than a lot of sharks because other sharks really will prefer the water warmer, and the great white does not isn't necessarily they, that concerned with that. They, but they did say he goes where there's warmer yeah. warmer water. Well, well juveniles no say it says <laughs> juveniles utilize uh, long. Uh, Long Island's coastal ocean as nursery habitat. Oh, great! Uh, oh. Throughout the warm season, Steve, it's right off of Montauk. This nursery, this great white nursery, is right off of Montauk. So when they they have, uh, we went out on a after Jaws came out, we went out on a shark chartered a shark uh, fishing expert guy named Captain Frank Mundus, who is basically the inspiration for Quint in the movie Jaws. And uh, went out with this guy and didn't catch Jack. <laughs> no. Nothing. So look for Ironbound when you're uh, hanging out. Swimming in the Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. Swimming in the ocean. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hi, Ironbound. Yeah. You guys Good see- to see you, folks. So they tracked this, uh, an eagle uh, that was uh, in and around, uh, like, Europe. Uh, the what do they call that? European Europe. eagle. Well, it was like Europe and Asia and stuff like that. And so they tracked this where this eagle had flown over the course of a couple of decades and stuff like that. And it just, it's amazing, you know, how far and where this thing goes. Look at the migratory patterns of birds in general. Yeah. And, you know, flying out to the, to islands way out in the middle of the uh, the Pacific. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's a whole thing that goes on, you know, my, my morning commute's about 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, it is pretty amazing. All right, here is another story. We got to pull down off the shelves here. Blow it off, a little dusty. Oh, do we have uh, Casey? Where's our customer as he comes uh, walking? Oh, through there the he is. Sometimes? What is up, everybody? <laughs> Come on over here. I'm going to tell you about this uh, little item that we have for you. Actually, uh, multitasking. Yes, uh, can actually help uh, find a liar. Can help spot a liar. Okay, University of Portsmouth researchers found a new method of lie detection shows that lie tellers who are made to multitask while being interviewed are easier to spot. So so what probably happens is it it distracts their and diminishes their abilities to fool the machine. Yeah. Right? The data their defenses. The data shows the extra brain power needed to concentrate on a secondary task other than lying was particularly challenging for lie tellers to muster up. Uh, researcher, research professor uh, Aldert Virgi says the pattern of results suggest that the introduction of secondary tasks in an interview could facilitate lie detection, but such tasks need to be introduced carefully. Well, that's it, the reason that, that, that uh, lie detector results aren't admissible in court because people can fool them. Uh, it says it seems that a secondary task will only be effective if lie tellers do not neglect it. Ah. Uh, this can be achieved by either telling interviewees that the secondary task is important yeah. or by introducing a task that cannot be neglected. So I wonder if they might try using these tactics uh, when, you know, like interrogating people. I would assume that'd be the case. Or maybe even, have them clean your office. Or even, uh, <laughs> or even and, hey, yeah, you're killing two yeah, birds yeah, with yeah. one stone you, you right there. You missed that spot. <laughs> um, or, or maybe during uh, interviews, you know? Sure. I, I, I don't know. We should do it here. 
We just hook up a lie detector to every guest. Yeah. <laughs> so when is that movie coming out? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was kind of an interesting. I think something research. What, bit. what if you're doing the, uh, you know, the, the, the I forget the technical name of the test where you're putting the squares and, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the shapes in the different holes. I if, suck at those. If you're, yeah, if you're distracted, that might get you to uh, fess up <laughs> quicker. That game, what was it, Perfection? Perfection. That game scared me. It right. was based on that. It was based on that psychological test, correct? Yeah. Yes. Or so mental acuity. You, you, you would, yeah, and how quickly you could do right. it with the timer. Right. It's so funny. for those who don't know yeah. it, I, they they still have to make that. Oh game, yeah, right? of course. Uh, but that game, when it when when you would see the timer yeah. getting closer and closer, it sweat to about. I would be terrified of when that thing was going to pop <laughs> because it would launch all the pieces out if you yeah. had if you had yeah. done it right and scare the hell out yeah, of yeah, you, yeah. even though you knew it was coming. <laughs> Uh, and I and that is exactly this. That it adds stress, yeah, and causes you to uh, to not be able to pay attention to very detailed uh, details of you. That could be interesting yeah. because you might, yeah, to, to make a lie detector work more effectively. Yeah, this makes perfect sense. Have to them me. play perfection right. while you're interrogating them, right? Oswald, yeah, Manson, yeah, hey, all of them. Hey, man, I did it. Yeah. Goddamn game scares me, man. <laughs> And it pops up. It's scary. Popomatic scares me. Dude, Jack in the Boxes scared me as a kid, too. Of course, dude, you're like Elf. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Very slowly turning uh-huh. that crank. Oh, my God, any second now. You know what game was great? Uh, and it, it's kind of a, a scary one like that. The the one with the alligator and the teeth, and you push the teeth down. Yes. Oh, the and it, and it dentist would, or something, right? I, I forgot the name of it. Then, it would close in your hand. You must have hated the, uh, the shock game that we had. Oh, my God, uh, yes. So you would oh, I hated that game. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> what was the name of that thing? We played it all the time on the air. We did. Uh, was it a shot quiz? Or... We would we would take it to uh, to even live events, live uh, mm-hmm. uh, appearances, and have people play that game. And I remember would... the music. It, it, me, 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 And then it would shock yeah. you. Game Mar- Marissa, I think she's going she to look it. for it. I think mm-hmm. we still have it. Hang on, Michelle uh, is on the line. Hey, Michelle, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Michelle? So I just wanted to say I have the original Perfection game, and we play it all the time. I mean, you know, when the kids come over and stuff, when mm-hmm. the little ones come over, and the original Perfection game was made in West Country Hawkins. What? So okay. <laughs> Really? So, anyway, I just wanted to say that. Uh, So, was was there a manufacturing plant over there or something, Michelle? Well, you know what? I'm not sure, and I didn't even realize I played it my whole life. I actually inherited the game from my aunt. It was in her, you know, big toy box, and so it came to me, and, you know, in the recent years, you know, looking at the game, and I looked at the back of it, and I said, I couldn't believe that it was made in West Country Hawkins. I remember this. Yes. There was a factory in Conshohocken that manufactured the perfection game, and if the workers did not complete their task by the end of the day, the, the roof would blow off. It would blow off the whole building. Wow. Okay. All right. Have a good day, guys. All right. You Bye-bye. too. Thank you very much. It was a Milton Bradley uh, game. Uh, it says a perfection originally produced by the Pennsylvania company Reed Toys. How about that? Is a game so by Reed the is probably so, in Conchie. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Wow, really cool. All right, so uh, let me see. Marissa's looking for that game. Uh, something else from the store? Yeah, please. I got a coupon. You'll like this. Uh, we're going into the footwear section. Ooh. Ah, Kathy. Ooh. Luxury fashion house, uh, Balenciaga. 
has unveiled a new campaign promoting a series of roughed-up sneakers with an eye-watering price tag. Oh, oh is this what you showed things. me? Yes. <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> they're, they're what they call distressed. They look like they've been worn for a long time, These right? For look years. like they're destroyed, right? Yeah, yeah. So like you got them out of the junkyard. Not junkyard, the, the, the trash. Casey, yard. it's the derelict collection. It's terrible. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Uh, the images shot by photographer Leopold Dechmin. Leopold. Uh, for the brand of severely tattered, distressed shoes have gone viral following Monday's launch of the Couture brand's new Paris sneaker. This is it. This is so effing stupid. Uh, with outrage at the appearance of the high tops swirling online. I'm a big fan. We're, we're actually looking at ones right now. These are not even the really yeah. beat up ones. No. These are the less stressed ones. So... Uh, the photos, the photos of the destroyed sneakers circulating on social media don't exactly tell the whole story. While they have uh, courted the most controversy, the images are actually of exaggerated, limited di- edition versions of the sneakers that uh, Balenciaga is selling. According to the Fashion House, only 100 pairs of the quote extra destroyed sneakers <laughs> will be available to buy for. Meanwhile, the non-limited edition and less roughed up versions, which are ones we were kind of looking at here, are being sold on the Balenciaga website for $495 and $625. They show like the transition from like the regular sneaker to the destroyed sneaker. And that's like, I mean, that's all they're doing. They're just taking a sneaker and destroying it. Yeah, yeah. One thing that was kind of cool that I had not seen before is the, 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 the mod on the uh, sneaker. Did you see that where it sort of cut and turned into a flip-flop? Yeah, so that's the one that I saw. And I don't know if it's the same foot maker, footwear maker, but uh, it, it... So the one that you sh- showed me yesterday, Preston, uh, the one I saw was just... <laughs> What did I do? No, they no, Marissa uh, found Marissa the toy. Found, oh, okay. um, the, game. the one that she uh, you showed me yesterday, the one I saw was just as distressed as that, but that uh, that you were talking about yeah. that that style, which is it's more of like a slide than uh, than a, a sneaker. Than a flip-up. Yeah, but yeah. they 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 cut the, the the back part off, leave the heel. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. also have a croc with he- that are heels. <laughs> I think it's them that are heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. High heels. Hold on, mm-hmm. Do they make stiletto Crocs? <laughs> wow. By the way, this isn't the first time they've done something like this. In 2017, uh, Balenciaga bought a uh, out a bag that cost $2,100, which was ridiculed for its similarities to IKEA's Frakta bag. Uh, at the time, the original IKEA bag could be purchased for $0.99 cents and right. charging two grand for it. Yeah, we're looking at the stiletto Crocs. <laughs> That's so dumb. Um, speaking of, I have a different story, but, but it has to do with uh, footwear, so we'll stay in this section of the, of the store. Uh, but... Uh, uh, Bucknell University. Too bad Nick's not here today. Yeah. Bucknell University researchers surveyed nearly 500 participants who were asked to rate uh, a, st- a silhouette yeah! of a woman wearing high heels and another of a woman without high heels. And the majority of participants rated the women in the heels as being more sexually attractive, hmm. physically attractive, feminine, and of higher status. Yeah. Well, don't. When, <laughs> I know. It when sucks, the, right? When the heels go on, isn't that. I mean. When, when in general, you, when you're getting dressed up, will you be more inclined to head towards heels? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's Always. kind of the I mean, reinforcement there. It flexes the calf muscle, right? So, right. like, you know... The, Makes the, your booty pop. Yeah, but, like, I mean, as, essentially, your lower part of your leg is flexed, and it looks, I don't know, I more put, appealing. I had never put that together. Maybe that's why, because I was curious. I'm wondering why... 
because uh, it they, they look good. They they look uh, my, sexy. My wife can rock high heels like nobody's business. It's funny though. During the pandemic, she didn't wear them a lot, and her first return yeah, to high awful. heels was like yeah. mother. We were at a wedding, and she's like, "Mother of yes. God!" <laughs> and, like, yeah. and shoes that were you know heels that were somewhat comfortable for me. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Became uncomfortable. <laughs> I was at a party once with, and my mom goes, "We left," and she goes, "Wow, just see the calf muscles in there." And it was because all of the women had heels on, and that's what she was referring to. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So we're looking at this silhouette silhouette that they used in this uh, study. And, Casey, you're absolutely right. Look at the legs mm-hmm. uh, versus uh, on the woman with the uh, with the heels versus the woman without. The, the, the calf is more uh, bulging at the bottom oh, I you. Uh, <laughs> on the one where she is not wearing heels. And when she's wearing heels, it, it, is, it looks more slender and a little bit higher. And look what it does, too, though, to, like, her back and her butt. Like, it pops it out a little bit. Yeah. Little bit. And you, you'll probably have another study in a week or so that says that heels are bad for your body. But yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they are. Yeah. There's no, they you, make you look hot. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, and Steve, the walk a mile in her shoes. Oh my god! That we do with uh, with Laurel House is a perfect example of why heels suck. Kathy, yeah. I wore like I I bought I went to Payless and I bought when they existed and I bought like uh, it's not a heel it's kind of like I get what a wedge I guess you call mm-hmm. it. So I, I walk in that, but the real heels are will just tear your feet up. I mean, listen, I I won't. I rarely wear, I shouldn't say that because I just wear them, but I will rarely wear what's considered a stiletto mm-hmm. just because they are so uncomfortable. So I, I will go with a heel, you know, a something heel. Something with a little more support. But something like that has, unfortunately, that's been in style for a while. So I just <laughs> hope that that doesn't go away. Marissa, you were doing, you, you wear heels a fair amount. Yeah. I mean, I wear them. I think my number one reason is height yeah. because yeah. it puts me oh, a yeah. few inches up. Um, but it does. It makes you feel sexier. It makes you feel prettier and dressed up. But I wonder if this is generational. And now that everything's become a little more casual, if, like, the heel will kind of go away well, in the generation. Well, it for a while. So, Kathy, you don't wear heels at home when you're just hanging? No, <laughs> when you're doing like, the vacuuming. vacuuming I actually remember seeing Casey's kid, um, your daughter Casey, at, uh, and it wasn't this year. It was a dance prior. And I was like, they're all wearing sneakers. Yeah. And it, it was, that's what they did. I think they're back to heels now. But there mm-hmm. was a while where even when you were getting, getting dressed up, they were wearing sneakers. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, by the way, the uh, researchers note that the women in high heels were not, I repeat, not rated as being more dominant, strong, warm, enthusiastic, trustworthy, nurturing, socially competent, healthy, intelligent, affectionate, friendly, or successful. <laughs> You're not making too many judgments there. You're not getting that. <laughs> the funny thing is that at the height of, you know, when, when the, like the city here or like in Manhattan during the height of... You know the the business rush in in the morning, and then the, the return trip. You'd you'd always see women with a pair of shoes that on, the, on their fingers, and then wearing comfortable shoes. Yeah, the, <laughs> oh, yeah. out and yeah. about. So yeah, because you got to log some miles. Right, the other shoes would go on when I got there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will wear um, like flip flops or sneakers or whatever to wherever I'm going. Like I'll drive yeah. in the comfortable <laughs> shoe, and then right before I get out, I put them on. Yeah, what's driving in heels like? It's not that bad. It's just that like for me, my foot is in that position for that much longer, so I like to save as much as I can. Have you ever? Have you ever had a, a heel accident because I think to Preston's point, you know, depressing pedals and stuff like that with that heel, you know, can be problematic, no, right? I mean, I you guess know? I'm just used to it. Uh, it's not really it, a problem. It kind of gives you something to like 
pl- like wedge your foot on. Like you can wedge the heel and like kind of turn your foot like a windshield wiper. Okay. And kind of play like that. The only time it's oh, dangerous I got you. You is got, like yeah. yeah the I only time you. it's dangerous is when you're wearing a wedge because you literally just have a brick on your foot that you yeah. have to like yeah. pick up and. Okay. But speaking of which, uh, when I was in Disney a couple of weeks ago, I saw a woman in uh, Epcot who was wearing wedges. I was like, what the F were you thinking? Like, when you look, go to like... offensive. Well, not offensive. (laughs) No, it was was sexy, you know? Her her legs look great, but... When you go to, like, Universal Disney, you see pretty much everybody's wearing brand new, like, running sneakers because they know they're going to be on their feet and they're going to be logging 8, 9, 10 miles. And this woman was wearing wedges. I was like, what are you doing? Casey, you know who would do that? Paula Decker. Oh, Paula, really? Paula wears wedges like oh, everywhere. If 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 her, that's her comfortable shoe. Okay. Yeah. If, if you're if you're good at it and you can you know um, that's your yeah I, I I can see you going around like that. There are people who just keep them on all the time. All and right. it makes your Instagram pictures look cuter. Yeah. Well, uh, they apparently, according to these researchers, they, they, they make you look sexy. Yeah. All right. That's all there is. And they them. know. Damn. All right. Uh, listen, before we close up shop, Marissa found the game. What is that game oh. called? It's called uh, Lightning Reaction. Lightning Reaction. Does, but, does it have batteries? No, we need some AAA batteries. Oh. But, guys, what? I went through our little closet of goodies when I was getting some stuff ready for Keenan's, and we have some fun stuff in there. All we right. got to revisit. Right. We are getting ready for that. It is a week from Saturday, May 27th. <laughs> oh, my God. We should pop some batteries in this and bring it along just for the hell of it. And soon we're going to be actually soliciting for people to be a part of contests for that event. So we'll tell you about that uh, a little bit later this week, probably. And by the way, next week. grinning Greg Monahan is bringing in perfection this morning for you. Oh, my God. Oh, no. The stress. Bring, tri- bring free AAA batteries, too. <laughs> All right. We need to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We've got to stay on time. We have concert cash coming up, my friend. Don't miss it. We'll be back momentarily. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's do the file. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows, serving South Jersey since 1979. If you call, they'll show up. All right, we're going to start with this story out of Wisconsin. This is actually this guy's name. Police say Vernon Schmuck Jr. (laughs) Vernon Schmuck Jr. It's spelled S-C-H-M-U-C-K. That's schmuck. That's perfect. All right, so Vernon Schmuck Jr. was arrested Monday after they found him passed out behind the controls of a forklift, which he had reportedly used to try and free his pickup truck from a ditch. Deputies received a report of a white Ford F-250 pickup truck stuck in a ditch. Yeah, this is uh, Foreman Dickhead. I'm out here with Sean. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most bizarre job site ever. When deputies arrived, they said the truck was out of the ditch but showed evidence it had been stuck there. So Schmuck's truck was stuck. <laughs> what Schmuck's the? What truck the? was <laughs> This is beautiful. Oh, my God. What the Police then found a forklift nearby with a man asleep at the wheel. Police said that when the operator, Schmuck, awoke, they determined that he had used the forklift to try and free the truck from the ditch. 
Schmuck was arrested and charged with his fifth DUI offense, a felony charge, by the way. So we're looking at his mugshot. The dude looks like a schmuck. He does. Uh, it looks like he comes from a long yeah, line of schmucks, schmucks, actually. He was taken to the Rock County Jail. When Jebediah Schmuck first came <laughs> to the new world, yeah. I wonder if his last name had like has anything to do with his his turn in life? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Sometimes things are predicated on that. Yeah. If you have a yeah. lousy name right. and you've just dealt with it your whole life. Schmunk, it's like, yeah. And you'd go to the bottle for, to get over it. It's maybe. like Munson. Maybe. Munson. <laughs> I Why do I keep getting Munson? All right. A Vermont man suspected of murdering his mother in a leaky boat in 2016 and then trying to collect insurance has been charged with her death. This is a crazy story. Murder on the high seas, yes. I think, is the official charge. So after years of wrangling in the courts, Nathan Carmen was arrested by federal authorities and charged with an eight-count indictment. Carmen was found adrift in a lifeboat 100 miles off the coast of Martha's Vineyard in 2016 after his boat sank during a fishing trip with his mother. You can almost hear the uh, Dateline narration on this one. Yeah, the body of Linda Carmen was never found. At the time Carmen was rescued, he explained to authorities what he said happened. He said, I brought the safety stuff forward. I was bringing one of the safety bags forward, and the boat just dropped out from under my feet. When Mm. I saw the life raft, I did not see my mom. Have you found her, he said. According to a a federal indictment, uh, and there's more to this, too. So, uh, Carmen, in 2013, also shot and killed his grandfather, John Chocolos. At uh, Chocolos' home in Windsor, Connecticut. Chocolos? Schmuck. Yeah. Schmuck? Chocolos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the indictment. <laughs> That's his lawyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I petition the court for new representation? <laughs> the indictment alleges that both killings were part of a scheme to obtain money and property from the estate of Chocolos. And- and defraud the company that insured his fishing boat. Multiple authorities have taken part in the uh, investigation, including the FBI and the Coast Guard. Investigators have seen searching Carmen's home in Vermont or in Vernon mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Uh, it is not clear why it took six years for the feds to move forward with the criminal indictment. We'll get right on it. In 2019, a federal judge in Rhode Island decided that uh, Carmen contributed to the sinking of the boat. Uh, judge John McConnell issued a written decision in favor of an insurance company that had refused to pay $85,000 claim to Carmen for the loss of his 31-foot so fishing boat. Carmen was a bit of a chameleon. He was. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's good. You get this. <laughs> 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 this is, this is, I was not expecting uh, the, the laugh from uh, what's his name? Sloth. From Sloth. Thank you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is the investigation taking place. Why did we why are we doing this on a riverboat? <laughs> All right, stop it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolates' three surviving daughters sued Carmen in New Hampshire probate court, seeking to bar him from receiving any money from Chocolates' $29 million estate. So So, so there's a lot of cash here. In a city of this big, we are the only three people enjoying this. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Kathy's not laughing yeah, at not all. Really. No, uh, a judge dismissed the case in 2019, saying that uh, Chocolos was not in a, not a New Hampshire resident. 
Blah, blah, blah. If he's convicted of murder, he faces mandatory life in prison. So that's what they're, they're going after. Yes. Okay. Sit down. Thank you. All right. One more story. Um, a man has been indicted for one count of cruel treatment of animals after he allegedly gave his pet monkey amphetamines. You can't do that. Adam Cord- They're wired enough. Adam Cordes was arrested uh, after an investigation by the county's dog warden. That led to the seizure of a six-month-old monkey named Neo. Uh, now, as a little boy, I had a dream <laughs> to give amphetamines to a monkey. Uh, Cortez, uh, through his attorney, uh, denies the allegations and is trying to get the monkey back. Uh, attorney Lisa Rabinus said that the case uh, is the result of a flawed investigation by Cincinnati Animal Care, which handles animal cruelty. Rabinus claims the nonprofit's dog warden staff improperly confiscated Neo and used the wrong Ohio statute to charge Cortez with a felony, two misdemeanors. But the monkey pointed and, him out in a lineup. Uh, instead of using a statute that applies to wild enemies, deputy, uh, animals, deputy dog wardens, deputy dog, <laughs> charged Cortez under a companion animal law that applies to dogs and cats. Is that the one that did it? <laughs> <laughs> That's deputy dog. Ravenous, is this the Ravenous said the uh, capuchin monkey is a wild animal. Under that, uh, the worst charge he could face is a misdemeanor, two for cruelty. That's basic law enforcement. They can't even get that right. That's the lawyer speaking. So uh, they're considering a lawsuit on behalf of Cordes, who spent four days in jail following his arrest and is anxious to see Neo again. What? To, to get him hopped up again? He's been without his monkey for over a month, and there's no basis for it, she said. But that's not how they see it at the courthouse. Uh, they said, uh, according to uh, Teresa Bullock, who owns a uh, roughly 300-acre farm that bills itself as a forever home for domesticated primates, she said that monkey clearly, yeah. beyond any doubt, needed help. Uh, Bullock said Cortez contacted her in Friday because Neo was sick. Bullock said she was concerned about it because Cortez previously owned another monkey named Mo, who died in his care. So when Bullock responded, she had a, a veterinarian check it out. And apparently, the monkey looked hopped up on drugs. Yes, that's and horrible. And uh, they said he was harboring capuchin monkey that was being given narcotics such as an adult amount of Xanax and cocaine. I wonder, so uh, this is probably a dumb question. I'm going to guarantee it's a dumb question. If you're allowed conjugal visits in prison and there are such things as support animals. Oh, yeah. Do they bring pets? Would they allow you? you to see your... Uh, uh, amphetamine addicted monkey. It's a good question. Yeah. Don't really know, but uh, one that's worth asking. Yes, when I when I go in the big house, I'll ask. Please do. All right, um, and that's it. That's all, all right. I have in the bizarre file. This is a weird one today. <laughs> uh, so you'll notice Nick McWayne has been absent. Yes, uh, most of the week, and uh, he'd even posted online. So it's no yeah big secret, but it, he tested positive for COVID. Uh, so he can't be here. But what sucks is he's got a really cool event coming up. That he worked really hard on, and uh, he's on with an update. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick McElroy. Hey. hey, Nick, how you doing? Uh, I'm all right. It's, it's a weird coming on with downer news after the, one of the funniest bizarre files I've ever seen. <laughs> I know, <heard>. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, from, everything from deputy dog to Munson to the monkey on amphetamines. That was just that was hilarious. Enjoyed every second of it. Cool, cool. Wish you could be here, man. All right, so yeah. You had this event coming up. Uh, tell us what the, the st- tell us the, the status of the whole thing. This is the the, yeah, the hike and beer fundraiser you were doing. The hike and beer fundraiser, unfortunately, Preston has to be canceled, and it is because I tested positive for for COVID. Uh, I got the positive test on on Monday, and uh, it's just been kind of a bummer of a week. Uh, I'm okay, you know. It, it's bad cough, bad 
sore throat, uh, tightness in the chest, the whole nine. But, uh, you know, we have a wonderful doctor, and Dr. Mike, he's been um, enormously wonderful in his care. And so, uh, you know, my prognosis is I, I should be fine. I feel better today than I felt yesterday, et cetera, et cetera. But it's COVID, you know, and you got to take it seriously. And so uh, the last thing I really need to do is, A, uh, walk 20 miles, and then, B, uh, host an event with a whole bunch of people while I'm still testing positive at Urban Saloon. So um, we had to make a decision whether or not we were going to continue with it. And uh, the prudent and cautious decision to make is, is to just cancel it. Um, yeah. And that blows because this was really the only Sunday that we could do it. The, the whole campaign ends on uh, on June 1st. So this was a Sunday. Right. So, so no, no postponement. Yeah. This is an official canceling, correct? Yeah, yeah right. I think that's the way we have to go about it, Steve. Uh, you know, we have MMRBQ next weekend, and right. we got Keenan's on the heel of, of, uh, of MMRBQ. So there's a whole lot going on in between now and then. So that's that's the bad news. The good news is that the campaign still goes on. Uh, if you would like to contribute and, and we're um, going to contribute or be a part of the hiking beer or come to Urban Saloon on Sunday, uh, I'd still love to, to um, you know, see you make a contribution to the Man of the Year campaign, which benefits the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Um, the information's up on my social media and, and on PresidentSteve.com. Uh, so, yeah, it, it really sucks because I was looking forward to it. A lot of people were going to be there. Mike Jarek was going to come and Deuces Rogers was going to be there. And uh, Pat Gallon from CBS3 was going to stop by. Jim Jackson was going to make an, an appearance. All, you know, it, was, it was really nice that people said they were going to be able to do it. Uh, but we can't if I'm sick, and I'm sick. So that's that's where we are now. All right. Well, maybe next year. Maybe next yeah. year. Yeah. We we uh, thanks to Eric Simon and Lauren Henwood because uh, and John Dorenzi from Budweiser. Everybody put a lot of work and effort into it, and um, I, I'm bummed. I'm, I'm really yeah, upset about it. But... I totally get it. But but if people were planning on attending, uh, or maybe just now hearing of this, then then maybe they can donate and and uh, help this uh, be worthwhile. Yeah, and the last thing you want to do is uh, invite people with, uh, you know, a whole bunch of people who may be recovering from leukemia and lymphoma, which, yeah. you know, and then have the, or immunocompromised and have somebody who has COVID hosting the event. So, right. um, you know, it's probably the, the best decision, but uh, unfortunately, we're just going to have to make the announcement now, which is what we're doing. But thanks for letting me get the word out there and, and miss yep. you guys. It's been, a, it's been a tough week, but, uh, you know, hopefully I'll be back. Maybe can broadcast live from home tomorrow if we get the engineering equipment up. Uh, but if not, I'm very hopeful that I'll be back on Monday morning. All right. Feel better, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Nick McElwain. Ah. All right. Anyhow. But, yeah, help him out if you can. That'd be great. Um, listen, we need to take a break. You know why? Because Feltface is in our Feltface. Acme Lounge. Awesome. And he's going to be appearing at uh, Helium tonight. So we're going to get him here in the studio next. And uh, we are streaming again on YouTube. Yes. Nick Murphy is back. You'll be Woo-hoo. able to see Feltface in our studio. Uh, if you check us out on our YouTube channel. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Grab the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app. Making your smartphone a little dumber. Our next guest is in our studio. If there was ever a time for you to watch us streaming on YouTube, it's oh, yeah. today. Yeah, absolutely. You will want to see our guest in the flesh. <laughs> the felt. In the, felt. the felt. In the I felt. think that's better. <laughs> uh, performing tonight live in the felt at Helium Comedy Club, we have here in our studio, ladies and gentlemen, Felt Face. Yeah. Hey. 
how are we doing, folks? We all good? How exciting it is to be on your show this morning. I am definitely a visual medium, so tune in. This doesn't work as well on the radio. <laughs> Great to be here. I'm actually just here for my audition for the uh, band. I want to be the oh. singer of your karaoke oh. barbecue band. Can you, you have anything you could uh, present for us right well, now? Well, I feel like it, I feel like having listened to the kind of songs you play, it's got to be like a what? We've got to do the full. <laughs> yeah, pop, we're doing rock and roll style. Right, right, we're rock yeah. Shut it now! That kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. What, what's your it's a bit early? It's a bit early for me to crank out a high note. But what's yeah. your what's your favorite kind of music, Felfish? Oh, I'm a metalhead from way back. So Are I'm you really? Real, I'm down. I'm down for this station. This is okay. this is this is my jam right oh. now. Oh, so yeah. you, like midnight. Obviously, you have an Australian accent. We assume I you're do. from Australia. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, so, uh, midnight oil, perhaps. The oils love the oils. Chisels. Yeah. Bit of Cold chisel, you'd be cranking some chisels on wow. this. Yeah, no, chisel. not so much. ACDC, obviously, yes. one of the greatest Australian bands of all time. Yeah. In excess was uh, was in excess. Yeah, but we don't talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> They're not rock and roll enough okay. for this station, all surely. Right. Oh no, we will play them occasionally. Yeah, so okay, all right, sweet. Sorry, I take that back. Uh, have don't you been, sue me, please. Have, have you been to Philadelphia before? I have been to Philly. Okay. Uh, last time I was here, I did some. Last time I was here was actually February twenty twenty. Did oh. I miss anything? <laughs> What's happened in the meantime? What have yeah. you been up to? Yeah, <laughs> it's been a little. Now, do you call your home currently? Uh, I don't have a home currently. You don't have a home. Yeah, yes. Really? I'm just like an amphetamine riddled monkey on a conjugal <laughs> visit, just bouncing around the country, yeah, going we, wherever they'll take me. I am literally of no fixed address. Wow. Just me in a suitcase. You know, so. and the legend is your story, your bio is Ooh. like very fluid. It changes constantly, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got to keep people on their toes. I've got 12 different backstories. Now, I'm like a, a spy. Am yeah. I correct in hearing that one of them is that you were born on the day that Lindy Chamberlain's baby was eaten by the dingo? Yes, that is actually true. I yeah. was born on the day that Lindy Chamberlain's baby was eaten by a dingo. As, as the movie Meryl Streep, uh, uh, Cry, in the, was it Cry in the Dark, was it? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. indeed. And yes. so somewhere off in part of Australia, you were being born that very night. I was, on the what? very moment, and some say I'm filled with the spirit of that dingo. <laughs> wow. Yes. Not the baby, the dingo. Not the baby. No, no, no not the baby, the dingo. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, take it or leave it, but that's true. You get what you get. You heard it first here on WMMR or whatever. (laughs) Where are we? WMMR. WMMR. You don't say double M? WMMR. You go WMMR. Is that what you do? Welcome back to WMMR. What are you, 93.3? 93.3 WMMR. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's okay. That's my morning radio voice. I'm a couple of octaves lower. I like WMMR. Well, let's have a meet. Let's get the staff in here for a snap staff meeting. We're changing the name of the station. Rebranding. Yeah, after 50 plus years, we figure it's time. No one ever calls it WMM because WMM is very satisfying to say. WMM makes you think that there's two U's and two M's, not actually a W and two M's. WMM. Since we're we're just meeting you, we've got to clarify. Oh, my God, we're just meeting. Yeah. Uh, Do you prefer Randy or do you prefer... Feltface. Feltface. Well, Feltface is technically my last name, my surname. So whatever you want to... I feel like Feltface is like, yo, Feltface, what's up? As opposed to, hello, Randy. Randy is my name, but you can... You know, I like the Feltface thing. Preston, do you ever go by anything other than Preston? Uh, I have a couple of nicknames, like P-Buds and... P-Buds! Yeah, yeah. Sweet! 
That was like my high school nickname. Yeah. I love pea buds. So I can tell buds. it's a really good friend if they call me that. It's an old, old-time friend. Oh, okay. So I haven't earned the right to call you pea buds yet. Not yet. <laughs> I have to purchase some narcotics off you in your chair. <laughs> <laughs> get some of that pea buds gear. It's slightly obvious where the name came from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve, what do you got? Anything? Any, any nicknames? Uh, no. No, no. When I was in elementary school, they'd make fun of me and call me Stephanie because I spell my name S-T-E-P-H-E-N, but I go oh. by Steve, so that's about a baldy idea. I guess isn't obvious, but I don't get that a lot. And when you spell Steve, is it S-T-E-P-H-E? Or you've gone it's for... It's S-T-E-P-H-E-N. No, but Steve, where oh, do you pull S-T-E-V-E. the... S-T-E-V-E. Yeah, see, you've just co-opted a V from nowhere. I know. You've just pulled a V out of the air. It I appreciate that. No, you're right. Thanks for noticing that. No, no, know. I have yeah, a yeah. silent V in my name as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's Ravndi when you pronounce it correctly. <laughs> it's an Australian thing, you know. By the way, now you've got me curious, Randy. I don't think I've ever asked uh, the, the, our other cast members if they had had long-time nicknames like Kathy. Did you have a nickname growing up? I was not growing up. It was like... After it was like after college, when I first started in TV, they gave me a nickname that just annoyed me. So that's why they got the K Dog. K Dog. I'm like, yeah. The K Dog. Well, now that you've said that on radio, that is now what everyone is going to call you. K Dog, what's up? K Dog, man, Peabuds are kicking it down at the shed. Let's hit it. What about you? How about you, Marissa? Uh, I went by Mags in, co- Mags. in high school. Mags. Mags. My brother was Mags. I was Mags. little Mags. And then once he went to college, I became Mags. Okay. And then my mom, my mom and like two other people in my life called me Riss. 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 Marissa. Yeah. Riss. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Cool. And then we know that Casey was Fozzie. Well, no, my brother was Foz. I was a little Foz, but the one that I probably got the most that was uh, not a hand-me-down in college, they call me Wiggles, and I love that name. Wiggles. Wiggles. That's right. Yeah. That's a great nickname. Thank yeah. you. Okay, folks, we're doing a phone-in. If anybody wants to call in with their favorite nicknames on WMMR. Hit us up. Mine's Schmuck. Schmuck is a great Once I tried to get my truck out of the ditch with a forklift, that's who I am. Oh, my God. That's a callback to an earlier segment. If you weren't listening, it will make no sense. Really? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I wanted to ask, uh, you, you had a P-Buds. special that was out last year. You can call me P-Buds. Hit me. Uh, and it was called uh, Purple Privilege. Correct. And what was that? What was the, the, the origin of that name, Purple that, Privilege? Well, that was my origin. So, well, I am quite purple. Yeah. You see what I mean? And yep. I had to address the elephant in the room, the fact that I've managed to make it this far with this complexion. So uh-huh. it was kind of my origin story, that show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But to no- tonight at Philly, this is I'm doing all new stuff at Helium. Mm. This is a brand new. I'm actually taping the show tonight. So oh. Tell you that? No. Yeah. Is this is this it's a typing? Is it a fully intact special, or are you gonna? Is it gonna be part of a special of of different places you're playing? No, this is like a fully Full. intact. I think I'm only gonna make it a half hour special. Wow. Because uh, because there's stuff that I want to hang on to for next time I come here, pay buds. Okay. But um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a helium special. That's me. exciting. I know it's so exciting. Last night's show, I did a show last night, it was real good. So I'm excited about tonight. I think the Philly audiences are pretty great. You've been around for a long time, and you have a mm. very loyal fan base. Uh, people say if they hear, oh, this is. Oh, this is a weird thing here. You got to know that what you're going to hear is uh, like a very sharp adult material. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, people, my face looks like I'm for children, but I'm definitely not. (laughs) Please don't bring your children. It'll ruin the taping. Consider your face, too. What, What technically are you? 
What do you classify it as? Just some dude. Just some dude. Just some, just some dude. dude with a felty face. <laughs> I tend not to go into what I actually am. Okay. You know what I mean? It kind of ruins the magic. I but get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but I don't know. I think you and I, we could be related in some I, distant... Land. If I was just purple, I think I'd be real close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I guess the uh, it's some sort of thyroid <laughs> thing with the eyes. It is a th- <laughs> it's an absolute thyroid thing. <laughs> hey, press, just, uh, I, I never blink. I'm just always clenched. Preston, people are not calling in with their nicknames. Oh, fantastic. I knew it. We did it. We did it. Let's get him on the line. Call right. a one. You're on the air. All right, we're going to uh, go to Stank. Hey, Stank, good morning. <laughs> you, what's going on? Yo, bud. All right, wh- why do they call you Stank? Well, my last name is Stankowitz. It's pretty unfortunate. But I'm actually, I'm actually the fifth. So everybody calls me Stank. You're the fifth Stank. Yes, sir. Oh man, that's well, but that does make sense. You as and also the rule of nicknames: you cannot give yourself a nickname. Do we all agree with that? Yes. All right, yeah, cool. cool. Sorry, you uh, ended up at Stank. Stank. Yeah, I was, I was actually I was in a bar one time talking to some girl. My buddy came up to me. He said, "Yo, Stank," and then uh, the girl was like, "Why do they call you Stank?" I said, "You want to mess around and find out." That was a good one there, Stank. <laughs> you, know, you sank the fifth, too. It took five generations to come up with that line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any, um, Feltface or Randy, I should mm, say, do mm. you have any relatives? Is there, is there any, uh, or do you have any family members at all? No, it's just me. I'm the. I'm, a, I'm an endangered species. I'm the wow. last of my line. Well, that's that's going to be tough. tough. Yeah, it is tough, but, you know, it also affords me a level of freedom and carelessness so I can just literally go wherever I want and do whatever I want. Well, within reason, you know what I mean? You don't feel the the weight of keeping the species alive on your shoulders? Do you live recklessly? Absolutely. Complete (laughs) recklessness. Look at this. I'm talking to you guys at this hour of the morning. I must have zero value of life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you live recklessly, what are are your vices? Is there anything that you... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a sober vegan so look out i'm into i'm basically i'm into bird watching now i just take my binoculars out and look at birds in the forest so it's life in the fast lane over here very rock and roll (laughs) yeah it's good times good times on the road but you mentioned with pea buds and and all of that stuff and Mm. the the amped up uh, monkey Uh, have you had your your flings with um you know, uh, with with cannabis. Yes, I'm a sober vegan for a reason. Okay. I, I went pretty hard. I clocked it. I finished all the levels, and then uh, decided I'd see what it was like to look through eyes that weren't filtered through all sorts of shenanigans. And Rain. now I'm a clean living, clean living guy. Randy, do when did you did you hit rock bottom at a certain point? And you decided you had to change your life uh, and get cleaned up, or yeah, yeah. I was oh. in a bar one time and uh, I turned to my buddy and I said, "Hey, stanks," and then I just <laughs> I was like, "You know what? I don't want to live like this anymore, stank." Yeah. And I and I left the bar. No, not real. I didn't really have a rock bottom. I just realized that uh, if I managed to get rid of all that stuff, I would have more time to concentrate on my hilarious comedy, which you can come and see tonight at Helium yeah, down yeah. there at wherever it is. <laughs> that, that, you know how to market Center City, Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I'm just walking around Philly going, where am I? <laughs> I saw the Liberty Bell. And that was good. Well, Fox. you know, there's like a door at the front. 
Yeah. And you go in and you, like, have to do security and there's a line. There was a long line to see the bell. If you just go around the side of yes. the building, there's a window. Yes, there is. <laughs> you can just stand there and look at it like a pervert yeah. through the window. So I just did that. I just hid in the bushes and looked at it through the yard. How did you nail... Liberty Bell with your crack through the window. <laughs> that guy. You nailed it when so many people don't realise that, that that dumb line... I find the bell, I, I get it, but it's. I don't find it impressive at all. Okay, we're going to get calls and complaints <laughs> now. You can't go on air in Philly and say the bell is underwhelming. I... It is literally the reason people come to this city. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a long history of being a bell. I don't even know the history. What's the history? <laughs> oh, man. There, there's a couple different stories, and, and I always forget which, ones are, which one is the actual one. It was attacked with a hammer by an amphetamine... Monkey, monkey. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I I forgot where it hung and we why can... it was cracked and why it became such a big. Oh, you know the history. You pay, call yourself a Philadelphia, right? Yeah, terrible. Uh, well, well, Casey's lived here his entire yeah. life, and you didn't even go see it until how old were you? Uh, it was probably seven years ago, something like yeah, that. Yeah. And yeah. the only history I know of it was uh, I I learned it on Family Ties. It was a uh, Skippy, the neighbor, who actually had uh, who cracked the bell. Who knew the <laughs> Okay. I don't think that's legit. It's not, yeah. but uh, there was an episode where apparently they had uh, gone back and, you know, they do this special episodes yeah. where everybody's playing a different part, and Skippy the neighbor was the reason why they, the Liberty Bell got cracked. All right, so you that's don't know the real I know. history. So all right. I, I like that history better. Also, I didn't realize I was going to get, like, a, a Family Ties backstory <laughs> this morning. You got any other Family Ties trivia? You've got phone in this morning with your Family Ties trivia. On. Well, I wanted to ask you, uh, Randy, what part of uh, Australia you hail from? I'm from Melbourne. Okay, so from Melbourne. From the what, cool city. The, the, the first thing that pops into my mind, uh, well, no, that's Sydney is the opera house. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. That's oh, good. Man. That's good. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Why don't, what does Melbourne anything? have? Nothing. Terrible beaches and rain. That's what we've got. Yeah, yeah. Really? But we've got the best music scene in the city. There's a lot of punk bars, a lot of rock and roll clubs. So. Okay, well, we, we uh, for many years, you know, the, the segment you heard earlier was a bizarre file, and, uh, you know, it's just odd stories, strange stories, weird things. And a majority of them, that the ones that come from Australia, mm. usually involve something really deadly uh, in the natural world. Yes. Animals. Yes. Uh, have you ever encountered any of the highly venomous uh, and scary things? Well, actually, there is a spider called Atrax robustus, which is the funnel web spider. Legendary. That. Yeah, yeah. It's usually about an inch or two big. And the, the females can lay up to 120 eggs. I don't know if you know this. And they can live for as long as 20 years in the wild. And Randy, don't, and, they, don't they go into people's shoes and things like that? Yeah, yeah. And they can cause, they occasionally cause death, these little spiders. And But I... Uh, I just when I opened my suitcase here in the studio, <laughs> one of them jumped out and escaped under Son the door. Son of a bitch! So, yeah, pretty sure it was a female. Look pregnant. Sorry about that. <laughs> what, what is it? What about the kookaburra? Is that one that they have the big? The kookaburra? No, no, no. The uh, the cassowary. Cassowary. Oh, the, the cassowary. Big talon. Yeah, that'll yeah they're here. they're amazing. They are proper dinosaurs. They only live in a very specific area of far north Queensland, though. Okay. So you're not going up there unless you want to see someone along the lines of stanks. <laughs> there lately, there's Wild been stank. a lot of stories, and and they're not really dangerous, but the huntsman spiders are terrifying. They're just big. They're, they're not. Gigantic. They're not. They can. You can have them crawl across your hand, and they won't uh, do it. You can. They are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They tend. To, they're very handy to have in the house, the huntsman spider, because they've got very little fangs, so they can't actually bite you, but they, they get all the insects from them. Okay. They, they clean house for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not into those. No. I mean, they're, 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 I, it, obviously, sometimes they'll, they'll goose it up to get clickbait, but 
they look like they're they're formidable, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean they're they're then they're frightening if you wake up and there's one <laughs> above you on the roof. There's there you can have a little ceiling moment of a ah, kind yeah. of thing. But no, I I like the Huntsman. I'm a big fan of the really? Huntsman. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're a cool they're a cool spider. Do you think I you mean, share similar uh, genetics? No, I'm full dingo. Remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. By the way, if you're just tuning in, it is uh, Randy Feltface who we're speaking to, and he's if you're just be... tuning in. What the hell is going on in here? <laughs> that's right. Uh, Helium Comedy Club tonight at eight o'clock, and is a uh, Live special. Um, how are you? Um, are you good at traveling? Are you? Are you pretty solid at that? I love it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. There's a lot of delayed flights in this country, though. Yeah. It's, there's too many planes. Too many people. Too many planes. Would so you... I've spent a lot of time in like Dallas and uh-huh. Chicago for no reason. Mm. Do you hey. you literally though live out of a suitcase, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally and figuratively <laughs> live in yeah. a suitcase. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. Randy, do you know what an antipode is? Do you have any idea what that that term means? Antipode. Antipode. Uh. Someone who's antipode. From from this is that is I'm I'm technically Antipodean. I am from that part of the world. Uh, no, like the antipode of Philadelphia is uh, basically if you were to dig a hole straight through Earth, what would be on the other side? Oh. And Australia is the antipode, but I mean it's uh, the antipode of Philadelphia is Augusta, which is. Uh, really far away from where Melbourne is, but it, right. but you're kind of like like right now. If you were to look directly down, you can see your house. You can see your house from here. Yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> look at me now. <laughs> look at me. I'm on Preston and Steve. Uh. Now who's laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got a lot of enemies down there. I just speaking of which, uh, are you divorced? Uh, not well. Yeah, t- that was one of the backstories, but yeah, not technically. Not technically. No, okay. never, never been married. Never had children. Oh. Recently had a vasectomy. What a flex! Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. A few of us are snipped here. Oh, I love the so, snip. All yeah. about the snip. Get the snip. Yeah. Were you? Awake? I did freeze some sperm first, though. Oh, you did. Yeah, did yeah you? I'm not going to make yeah, a yeah. decision like that without first Consulting. purchasing a couple of tickets to <laughs> Disney on ice. You know what I'm saying? You got to plan ahead. You got to plan ahead. <laughs> I love that. Can I say that on yes. the air? Well, I just yeah, did. Too late to hit the dump uh, button now. Here we were, are. Were you uh, were you awake or uh, asleep? With very you? much awake, but oh, they man. put the the general area to sleep. Oh yeah, which yeah, I yeah. was very grateful. Is that for. common? The uh, do, do most people opt for that local? Well, most people do. I opted for uh, uh, they they don't put you all the way out, but they give you propofol, and I don't oh. remember any of it. Oh, all. that propofol stuff is amazing. It is. You just did you just lose a chunk of time? Yep. No, that was. I was just laying there on the table while they went about their business. Ooh, yeah. It, it, I liked it. It was a good thing to do. Okay. Yeah, you smell the burning skin. What does the... <laughs> just sitting there smelling the fusing <laughs> of my vast efforts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Good times. It's good stuff. Yeah. Wow. It, you you crave barbecue afterwards. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, so so uh, while you're here, are you going to get? You know, don't know about the. Am I going to get another vasectomy? Another vasectomy? Is that <laughs> what we're going? Are you going to reverse it? Yeah. Um, uh, you going to get a chance to take in a little bit more of the city, or, or? well, I hope so. Today is my sort of day to to do that. So okay. what should I see? What am I going to do? Where am I going? What do I well, need to do? Come on, hit me. You do need to have to have a cheesesteak. Are you familiar with that? Well, again, vegan. So uh, props none. Oh, there are yeah, vegan right. cheese. Also, what even is the cheese? Is it just cheese and meat smashed together in some sort and of onions. horrific uh, onions. Uh, yeah, and uh, and cheese, and yeah, obviously on a, on a nice roll. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a pretty basic sandwich, but it's really good. Now what there, is there are vegan vegan, there steak? are vegan options. In fact, it's Wilson's, Wilson's secret sauce. Oh. Their vegan cheesesteak is 
fantastic. It, it might w- not be vegan. It, it might be vegetarian. vegetarian. Yeah, uh, no, I, he'll make it vegan, but he uses uh, vegan cheese sometimes. He uses okay. impossible meat and vegan cheese. It'll blow your mind, Randy. Wow. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm right. going to go and up the cholesterol level today. <laughs> yeah. Eat some vegan <laughs> cheese steak. You might enjoy the the, the um, <laughs> is it mutter or muter? Uh, yeah. Mutter. Or, yeah, yeah, some people do pronounce it muter. Museum, which is a medical anomalies. Oh, wow. Where's that? I'm totally into that. Let's do that. To the city. Yeah, very Oh my gosh! Okay, go. Oh, it's near Helium. Yeah, twenty second and between Market and Chestnut. Okay. okay, great. If anybody else has suggestions for my day off, please call in right now. WMR. Let's get Randy's itinerary together. This is good. You are uh, you're quite popular on YouTube. Uh, I know, isn't it weird? I'm big yeah. on TikTok too, which oh, is very really? strange. Yeah, it's okay. weird. Uh, is it just um, are, are your TikTok videos from your shows, or do yeah. you? Do, okay. Well, it started out with people just random children lip syncing to my material, just okay. finding bits online and, and mouthing along to the words, and so I developed a weird following that I didn't even know I had, and then I started posting on TikTok, and now people well, are like, "Oh my god, Randy, oh my god." <laughs> do uh, do felt face fans have like a name? You know, like a, there's Deadheads for the Grateful Dead. Some Someone actually asked me this last night, and I don't know. Someone came up with the term uh, felt something felties, felt heads, felt something, but okay. I um I can't remember. But I like I'm felties. open to call in right now if you want to name my fans <laughs> on WWE. Face heads, face heads, face heads, face heads. I like face that. heads. Not bad. Face heads. heads. Face heads. Not bad. Felt yeah. feltoids. Feltoids. <laughs> Feltoids is good. Okay, that could be a little well. more science fiction-y. Yeah. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. All right, well, listen, we uh, we do have to take a break, but we want you to enjoy your time uh, in Philadelphia. And uh, like you said, you've got a strong fan base here, so tonight's show should be pretty awesome. Yeah. It's going to be unreal. I'm very excited. And thanks for having me in the studio. What an absolute delight. It is a pleasure to meet you. I've I've, I've seen your stuff online for, for years, and it's really cool to uh, to see you in person. So thank you for coming. Well, by you then. too. I've been following your progress as well, and you're doing very well for yourself, <laughs> P-Buds. Thank you. Thank you. He buds, right? Yep, he got it right. Absolutely. Okay, tonight, heliumcomedy.com. That's how you get tickets to go to the show, live taping of Randy Feltface (laughs) at Helium. It's at 8 o'clock. He's dancing around. He's having a good time. Ready to go. Excellent. Thanks for being here, Randy. Thanks for having me. With that, we're going to take a break, and we will be right back. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, we got a couple of minutes before our next guest is going to be joining us. So uh, I have some shout outs I would like to mention. I wish I would have gotten to this one earlier because this event is today. And this is from uh, Erin Parker. She says, I'm a deputy with the Bucks County Sheriff's Department. Ah, awesome. And that's how she wrote it, by the way. And I'd like to give a big, juicy shout-out to everyone running in the Law Enforcement Memorial Run. It is a 150-mile relay-style race. It starts on Thursday, May 12th, so today at the Philly Navy Yard and concludes on Saturday, May 14th at the Washington, D.C. National Police Memorial. So they're starting it today, and so... It'll, it's a relay. So oh, that's great. You, you, you run a certain amount of miles, and somebody takes over from there, and eventually they, awesome. they end up there. Uh, she said, uh, we run to honor law enforcement officers who gave the ultimate sacrifice while protecting their communities they serve, and to also honor their survivors. I'd like to wish everyone good luck, and hopefully we don't shart in our pants <laughs> while running. <laughs> so a shart out, please. Let's give a big one, Kate. Oh, Deputy yeah, Aaron yeah. Bro- Well, we got a lot to get to. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah! All 
right, here's another one. Uh, this is from Kevin O'Connell, and he says, uh, hey, really hoping to send a uh, messy shout-out to my best bud for his birthday. It's May 14th, so I'm a little early with this. Uh, he said, uh, we're both named Kevin. He goes by Chauncey, huh. and I go, I go by O.C. Chauncey and O.C.? I guess so, O.S.E. And I live in NorCal, and he lives in Southern California, but we both listen regularly. Wow. Uh, even if we are a day or two behind the live broadcast, we've been friends for nearly 30 years, and he's the best friend a guy could ask for and is immediately endearing to everyone he meets. Happy birthday, buddy. Don't shart your pants <laughs> like you did at Justin's wedding. And he says, contact me for that shark story if you like. It's a good one. Uh, so there's a shark. Do they say they're from the area or they just start It listening? doesn't say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if they've known each other for 30 years and he lives in Northern California and his buddy lives in Southern California, hmm. I think that's... Um, Seems like they're from there. Sounds like it's there from there, yeah. So How about that? Thank you, man. We appreciate that. Oh, this is a, a bit of a follow-up. This is from uh, listener Amanda Kraft who got in touch with me. Uh, her son has uh, ulcerative... Uh, uh, Colitis. Colitis. Thank you. I was trying. I was uh, marrying that with Crohn's. Yeah. I almost said Coritis. So anyway. Uh, Your son is a crow. Uh, she she found out she had sent me this great uh, story about the fact that they um, uh, call their kitchen buttholes now. <laughs> oh. welcome, welcome to buttholes. Yeah. So yeah. Anyhow, she got back to me. She said, I officially signed up for the Take Steps event today in honor of Liam's oh. actual birthday. And we hope to, to get the opportunity to say hi to you there. Uh, of course you will. You're going to be on my team. We're going to be walking together. And I want to mention, and thank you to Greg Monahan uh, from our graphics department, uh, we have created our team shirt. The artwork is finished, and we are called the Shirt Breakers. And, like Heartbreakers. Yeah, exactly. Casey came up with the name, and I appreciate that because I'm not good at coming up with names. Uh, but I have, I'm have. i going to show you guys here in the studio. But if you sign up for my team, you make a do- donation and sign up, you get a shirt that looks with great. this on it. The shirt oh breakers. The hearts made of turds. Yep. Isn't that awesome? Kathy loves it. So she didn't even <laughs> well, yeah, it. I did. All right. The sharp yeah. breakers uh, with uh, team Preston WMR. Awesome. If you send that to me, I can uh, put it maybe on the, unless you want it to be a surprise day no, off. No, um, I, w- I want people to see this. I want to see them to see what they're getting. I want them to sign up and join me. So it's going to be Sunday, June 12th at Lincoln Financial Field. There's going to be food trucks, live music, photo stations. They always have mascots. It's at the link, so you can go on the field. The Eagles cheerleaders will be there. Sweep, uh, Swoop will be there. I'm being honored as the um, uh, this year's media uh, honored hero, they call it. Uh, and I'd like you to be on my Sharp Breakers team. And first time in two years, right? Yes. And they've had it full back and, and actually even better than it's ever been. Yes. That's pretty exciting. Awesome. Yep. Well, send me that and I'll okay. put it up on our website. It's right on PressAndSteve.com and you can visit that a little later today and see the artwork. Yep. And you can also sign up now if you want to go over there. I would love to have you on my team. All right. Here's another one. It says, hey, I'd like to do a shout out. My husband, Chris, his 45th birthday is today. Uh, it's from his wife, Debbie, and kids, Kaylee and Danielle. Or is it Daniel? No, Dan- Daniel. D-A-N-I-E-L is Daniel, right? right? Daniel. Uh, he listens all day long uh, at work landscaping. He's a big fan Aww. and can't wait for the MM barbecue. Coming up soon, she said. So that's from Debbie. Here's a shard out uh, for Chris. That's so cool. Uh, here's one for tomorrow, but I'm going to do this now so I don't lose it. Uh, it says, hey, President, it's Friday, May 13th. It's our dad's 45th birthday. He's uh, had us listen to you guys since he would... Drive us to elementary oh school. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he still listens to you guys religiously, even when he's taking a dump. <laughs> we just want to let him know we love him, and what better way than a wet, juicy shard. That is from Cassie and Dalton Brown. So there's a shard for you, my man. This one was supposed to be on the 6th, and uh, I missed it. And it says, uh, hey, my birthday's coming up May 6th, and it's the big double nickels, 55. I'm in shock. 
Uh, but it's only a number, right? And I would love to get a shard out for my huge birthday. Uh, love you guys. Can't wait for the MM barbecue on the 21st. That's from Vicki Corman. So there you go. Here's another one that says, I'm trying to get through these because otherwise I get my shards get backed up. And that's not going to help me. It's bad that you get impacted and you're being rushed to the hospital. This one was, they had, and, and the date, listen, guys, if you, if you try, if, if you want to get it on a specific date, I just can't promise Just, it. just kick, pick a general t- a bit of time. Yeah. That's, that's how it works. This one wanted, okay, so they said on or around May 11th. So that's cool. This is oh, uh, for it. my amazing husband, Jordan. Uh, he's been listening to President Steve since Y100 Days, and he's got me hooked now, too. Uh, the moment Jordan wakes up, he starts streaming a show. Uh-huh. We're on vacation, on a beach, in the car. MMR is right there with us. That's so awesome. Uh, we are high school sweethearts. Have been through everything together, and you guys played a huge role in our inside jokes. I love you. Uh, on May 11th, Jordan <laughs> turns 35, and I know it would make his day if you guys could uh, fit this in and give him a nice, juicy shard out. Anytime around May 11th would be great. I know we'll be listening. Thanks so much. And that's from Brittany McGlone. So a shard out for you. And it uh, looks like our guest is ready. So, there we go. Perfectly uh, timed. Nice. We purchased it right up. I have one more. Probably, if I don't get that today, I'll get to it tomorrow. So uh, our next guest is, uh, well, he's promoting... Uh, the Neighborhood Season 4, uh, which you can catch new episodes uh, on Mondays on CBS at 8 o'clock. And uh, he's great. We've had him on many times throughout the years. Please welcome the Cedric the Entertainer. Cedric. Let's go. (laughs) Nice. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Always great, man. Always great. How you guys doing? Good. Hey, are you, is, is this next episode coming up your directorial debut for the show? Yes, exactly. Yeah, this is my first time directing an episode of The Neighborhood, man. Uh, you know, we, we're in our fourth season. I've been, you know, producing and starring on this show, so I just I had to get behind the camera and let, and let actors know who's the real boss around me. Uh. My co-stars. <laughs> how how is the vibe different for you when when you step into that role? You know, now that you've done this. I mean, the main thing is that my hours are a lot earlier. You know, as a director, you got to be kind of the first one there and the last one to leave. Uh, usually, as an actor, I'm the last one there and the last one in the first one to leave. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so with with that, and and uh, I always found it a fascinating thing to kind of because you have to have two tabs running. You're 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 performing in it. And you're directing it. And I've always yeah. seen, like, how film directors do it. And you've got to almost, like, split your mind because, um, you know, what what will work well for an actor is something that a, a director he has to think of a whole other skill set. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that, and it, that's why, we, you know, in this one, I kind of ask that they, you know, limit my acting part as much as possible. Yeah. And then what I did was shoot most of my acting stuff one day. So it was over. Like, I shot me out. And then the next day, I was just able to concentrate on all the other actors and just kind of get uh, out of the episode what I wanted. So that was really, that was the way to do that, like, just take advantage of, like, making sure the schedule worked to my benefit. Hey, so, 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 you know, but you're right. How did you, how did you do that? Because you do your show in front of a live audience. Yeah, well, we hadn't been, in, you know, because of the uh, COVID. So we uh. hadn't been doing it in front of a live audience. So that really that that really helped out that I was able to just kind of do it like what they call block shooting. I so, got you. Uh, we we have yeah. So that was, but that that you're right. Normally that would be hard because I had to have the audience there and they kind of come to see me. So you know it was the one that 
I would have had to do at least scenes. I would have had to do at least two scenes for them, and then try to keep my director's hat going. Yeah, would have been a little difficult. Cedric, I, listen, you've been around the block. Uh, you are a, a household name. You are a legend, and you've but you've you've also worked with legends. And and so your mother on the show is played by Patty Labelle. And and so I walked into a doctor's office one time, and I'm sitting in the waiting room, and there's this lady next to me, and I'm just like. God, that looks like Patty LaBelle, right? It's crazy, right? She had big sunglasses on. I'm like, that eh, looks a lot like Patty LaBelle. And then sure enough, when she was leaving, the doctor was like, all right, I'll see you later, Patty. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I felt like I was with the queen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like you know, do you feel yes. that way around yes. her? Uh, man, she's so regal and classy and elegant. And, and she came to have a good time. So it was just a joy to have her on set. Uh, you know, I was looking for somebody iconic to play my mom. You know, on, you know, on a show like this, you always looking for that big iconic personality. And I and I thought about her, and I just gave her a call. You know, and she was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." She actually did a charity event for me a couple of years before, so I had access to be able to call it. And so that was perfect. And she was like, "Yes." And so uh, I mean, she's just excited to do it. She wanted to get her jokes off. She was great, man. <laughs> well, I know. I know. Part of that impetus had to be she makes these. In- Incredible killer pies. That's oh, her, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Does she, does she supply? Yeah, yeah. And a mac and cheese. That's the mac yes, and cheese yes. I make. Oh yeah, she does that. You know, that was the other thing because of the uh, COVID. She couldn't cook for us. Uh-huh. Normally, I'll come in and cook and make food, and she couldn't this time. So it was like, oh man, we had so many rules, you know, on the uh, lot because of the, uh, you know. Uh, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you don't get shut down by sure. anybody testing positive. So we just kind of kept it simple, man. But I ain't get a chance to take <laughs> none of that Miss Patty LaBelle food, man. Well, that has to change. I have to bring up the fact we're talking about co-stars. You have uh, Max Greenfield uh, plays uh, Calvin, and he's he's the, the very likable, wants to he do right. Safe, by, yeah. Right. So, so uh, but um, it, have you seen the movie Promising Young Woman? No, is he in that? He's know? in that, and he, um, he he's not good in that. I mean, he's he's great, but he is evil. Oh, yeah. He he, he can play an evil role every now and then. Yeah. So I got to watch that movie right there. But that is, uh, that, yeah, I got to watch that with the Promising Young Woman. Okay, yeah. Yes. He's, but he's, overall, man, he's a great dude. But I like, you know, as an actor, he, he loves to be able to play a villain every now and then. Yeah, he, do, he does He does a great job. Well, the show is a classic, you know, um, style sitcom. Um, you know, you have the, the full ensemble. There are a lot of talented people. It's your, it's your, especially your, 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 your fourth season. Um, you know, uh, it, it seems it's showing no signs of stopping. It's on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Do you have a set amount of years in mind that you want to run with this? Or is it just let it go as long as it goes? Yeah, you know, I mean, of course, you always like the shows to go as long as they could actually run and still be funny. But CBS, you know, has always been great with having long-running shows. You think about Two and a Half Men, yeah. uh, Big Bang Theory, and Mom, they all, uh, Raymond, all these shows ran, you know, you know, eight seasons, you know, nine seasons. So I like the idea somewhere in there be fun. I think, you know, all the cast, we've been doing this for a long time. We have a great time together, so I think everybody would love to just stay together and let it rock, you know, yeah. and, and do fun stuff on, in our off-season. Hey, uh, Cedric, speaking of uh, outside of work, you know, the off-season and so on, you've done a very smart thing that we've seen some people 
uh, have a very uh, lucrative run with, and you've gotten involved in an alcohol brand. Uh, you have a line of wine. Can you tell yeah. us about that? Yeah, yeah, I do the wine in tribute to my mother, Rosetta. Uh, so it's a Napa. She was a redhead. So I did a Napa Valley Red with uh, Cabernet, Syrah, a little Merlot, a beautiful red, uh, red wine blend uh, made in Napa Valley with uh, Smith and Devereaux uh, wineries. So, so I would just tell people to go to smithanddevereaux.com slash Zetta and uh, make sure you order something. That's, that's the, we're doing it more of a... Uh, you know, on online uh, ordering sources right now. Okay, is wine your is is wine one of the things you you dabble in as far as being you know uh, pretty knowledgeable? Yeah, you know, I like I like you know I like wine. I've been you know for a few years. Started you know of course going out and deciding like you know what they what to have with this and what to eat with that. And, yeah, uh, you know, but it's always one of those great. And of course, during the pandemic, it was the, the great relaxation. <laughs> yeah. Open up a bottle, have a good time with the, with the family and friends that are there. Uh, so that was uh, that was something where you can't, you know, you just can't take Hennessy everywhere. You know, <laughs> that's true. Wine is fine. That's yeah, excellent. Yeah. All right, Cedric. New episode yeah. Monday. Uh, on CBS and the neighborhood, it's a four season. You're doing great, so uh, continued success. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I'll holler. All right, take care, man. Cedric the Entertainer, hey! the Entertainer. Ah, oh, hence the song. Great song. I see that. Case. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we got a few minutes to uh, chit-chat a yes. little bit. Uh, just a reminder, uh, Concert Cash is coming up. We have another chance today and then tomorrow, and then uh, we are done for a little while. We'll probably uh, hit another big cash promo down the road, but don't miss your chance to win. A lot of ways to win. You have something you want to ask, correct? Yeah, I have a stupid thing I wanted to ask. I saw a... This is the time when we ask stupid things in the show. I saw an article this morning, and I just I just glanced at it. I didn't have a, a chance right. to really check it out, but I think it was... Um, in honor of uh, the anniversary of the development of the sports bra. Okay. Okay. And I understand the necessity for that. Yes. Uh, rather than a bra. It's a little easier to wear if you're, if you're exercising, you're working out. And I, got, I started thinking about athletic wear. And uh, I just have this question. The jock strap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a joke, right? Well, like a, <laughs> Why? I mean, you know. Like, what's the purpose? Well, so I remember in... You mean in without jun- a cup in, inside? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like in junior high, you, you got, and God bless my mom because she followed it to the letter. They they sent, uh, you know, requirements for yeah, you yeah. in gym class. Right. You needed this, that, and that. And one of the things was a jock strap. Yeah. Okay. So my mom sent me to school. With just the- with With a jock strap. No. Without a cup. And she wrote my name on it. Aw. Right. Okay. <laughs> no one. And I mean, no one wore those things. No one. You were supposed to. <laughs> yeah. I mean. No one wore them. I didn't put it on, but I had it in my locker, and somebody found it, you know, and oh, it had no. my name on it. No, no, no. Like, that's not mine. It, 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 it was going to you. No, Preston. It didn't have my first name, Preston, spelled out, but it was just a letter P. Wait, but uh, well, I didn't know that that was, like, a thing to be embarrassed about. It was embarrassing, right? Well, well I mean, at an age, it's, it's, it's a stupid-looking apparatus. It, it is, Girls come up and they you. snap your jock strap, right, yeah. Preston? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they it makes show no that in the sense. movies, right? It, it makes no sense to have a jock strap without a, a, a protective cup that you put in but that's the crotch of it. There is no reason for that's it. That's the whole purpose. The yeah, without the cup, there's no reason. It'd be like having a bra that has no cups in it. Yeah, they didn't say wear a cup. They 
said wear a jock, wear a jock strap. Yeah, yeah. you're supposed to put a cup inside of it, and I don't know if there are jock straps. There, I mean, there has to be jock straps that uh, don't have a little pocket for the cup to go in. Yeah. I, I, did you wear one with any? You, you, yeah, so, because yeah, I played football, baseball, yeah. like, and I was, you, a, I was a catcher, so I definitely wore one as a catcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah no well, now they have, like, just, like, the underwear that yeah, you pull they, on they, and they you make, the like, uh, like uh, uh, boxer briefs. Yes. Yeah. Which have a pocket in right. there for, for the cup. Correct. Now that I wore when I was doing martial arts training, when we would spar and things like that, absolutely you I didn't wore that. Bust Do you remember out your old jock strap? <laughs> and break out the old jock strap. See, it says Preston. Um, <laughs> it's mine. Do you? There's a great scene Dude. in the in the original Bad News Bears when the the kid won't wear it because he thinks it's contraception. <laughs> oh, yes. Geez. Oh my God. Yeah, he was the, one of the, the He's very, Mexican very, kids. Yeah, very very religious. Really religious. <laughs> uh, there was my friends brought me as a as a joke. Uh, this thing is called the Duke. Uh, and it's like a, a fur-lined jock strap with a tail on it. Oh, my God. That's, that's amazing. Imagine if they found that in your Duke. locker. Look at it, Marissa. Look, uh, yeah, the Duke jock strap. See if you can find that. And, uh, no, nah, it doesn't... Uh, well, maybe they they just named it that at this store. Yeah. I'll tell you what the the, the the classic regular jock strap I found inordinately uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Really. Why? I, well, I, I, it, why those straps on the back? Why not just put the material in there? You know what I mean? Yeah, and they it's, evolved it, over time. Does a sports like old sports bras or old bras? They have that sort of serrating sort of. I think where the edges are touching the skin, it always ends up. Agitating. Well, because there's because there's elastic raw. there's yeah. elastic in there. I mean, there only there is a uh, a lifespan to them. Yeah. You, know? you know they have a, a thing. I think it's called a dance or a dancer's belt. Yes, uh, that is essentially a, a jock strap, but uh, without the cup. Yeah. And so it's for, I guess, like ballet dancers, or if you're going to be oh, wearing to like, their yeah, stuff it's, in. A, yeah. it's a carafe. I, yeah. I, I wore one uh, when right. I when I did the birthday video, or when I did uh, a, a cover of Breed. From uh, oh, that's right, Nirvana, Nirvana. and so the- I was reenacting the cover Maybe. of that album of uh, of me naked in the pool, and I, so I wore a dancer's belt. Yeah, uh, and uh, and that way it tucked my. Are my, they flesh colored? My junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah flesh yeah, colored. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, but see, like a sports bra, that to me, that's, I mean, it, you have to have a, I have to have a good sports bra. Because if not, like, I bought a new one and, and I'm, I'm. Do you double up? I'm, no, I, I don't up. double up, but I'm constantly in search of a good sports bra. I have the ones that I like. They don't make them anymore. Um, so I'm trying other ones. So I tried one and I was working out and we were jumping and squatting and, oh. and jumping jacks and jumping rope. And I just looked at the trainer and I go, so I'm wearing a new sports bra. I can't do this. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, gotcha. <laughs> right, right. Was was that a bit of a, a revelation when they came out, or, or had they already existed by the time? Sports bras? Yeah. Yeah, and I always wore them. They've been around for a yeah. long time. Did they, when did they become a, the thing? I mean, you know. Uh, I wasn't aware of them until, like, the 1990s, really? I think. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, they they found that sports bra mine in South America. Right, right. yes, they hit that vein of sports <laughs> bras. I mean, like, in sp- playing sports in school as a kid, like you, that was re- required. You oh, had was to it? Wear, yeah, like, we had to wear that. We, we couldn't wear a regular bra. Okay. Probably because the boys were watching our boobs bounce around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably in response to that. That's why the jock strap would uh, suppress the boner. All right. Anyhow, yeah. that was just a dumb question that I no. Had. We we grow and learn as a group. We do. Yeah. But but I do have a slightly traumatic uh, memory. Yes. Of uh, of that. They're all gonna laugh at you. Of that jock strap being They're found. They're gonna laugh at your jock strap. That's not mine. It's got your name on it. No, that's not me. They're no. gonna laugh soup. Yeah. <laughs> 
gym class. Jeez. I hated gym class. Yes, Kathy. I, well, I was going to ask a dumb question. Are you moving on to something else? No, go ahead. I, actually, this, this is dumb question for him right I, now. Question about not, fact, if you have dumb questions, call him right now. 215-263-WMMO or any kind of dumb question. It's actually not a dumb question. It's a legit question. I just don't know the answer to it. So um, I've been gardening and I have grubs and they're disgusting. They're awful. Um, but I already planted flowers. So can I use like grub and, and stuff like that or something like that or will it kill my flowers? Oh, that's a good question. Is it too late? I By think... the way, what are grubs? Uh, they're not slugs. No, they're no. like they're little, little white, disgusting things that turn into beetles. Okay. They, oh, so they're, they're, they're in Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, they're from Liverpool. <laughs> Wait, they turn no, into no. beetles? Uh, yeah, I believe so. It's a, so it's a it's a baby beetle or beetle larvae or it, yeah yes. Katie. So I'm uh, they're a client. I use them and I swear by them. A natural lawn comes by and they do they treat the yard and we don't have that issue. So they but they'll treat for grubs too. Yeah oh yeah at the beginning of the, and they'll, I think they spray a couple of times for it. they do the, they do the full deal they it reduces the mosquitoes the grub all of that sort of stuff. Whatever they're using, and they go like almost straight organic, not like they stay away from the chemicals. Um, it, but it worked like gangbusters. Yeah, there was some, there was something I found called Milky something. It's called <laughs> Milky Discharge. <laughs> no, Milky no. Discharge. Yeah, uh, Milky Sport. Oh, yeah, and Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so that supposedly only kills the grubs <laughs> and not the uh, not the worms and like other you know things, things that you that need. That you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a good question. Anybody can help with uh, Kathy's yeah, gardening tip. Uh, please feel free to give us a call or text in. And uh, somebody works for Grubhub. I yeah. just need, but I need to know because I already did my flower bed, so I need to know if it's going to kill the flowers. Right. You got to be careful. Understood. Yeah. yeah. All right. While we're waiting for that answer, Thank you. Uh, this is not a stupid question of sorts or a dumb question because we do the stupid question earlier in the show. Show, but uh, yesterday. Uh, my son, I helped him. Uh, we we set up a couple of tents in our backyard. He's going camping. Oh, first um, first time. In fact, he's leaving today. Yeah, by, by, by himself with, with friends. With friends. Oh. Yeah. So you know, he's an adult now. Yeah. He's, you know. Uh, so they're they're doing a camping trip. Ten of them. Where are they going? I'm wondering if they'll get kicked out or not. Probably. Because <laughs> uh, I know I probably would have. Um, I don't know where they're going. He told me, but I've forgotten where it is. Not crazy far away. All right, so because there are some places where, like a French Creek. Um, yeah, I've camped there before, and I recommended that to him. They don't allow you to drink. Right. Uh, Water. When, uh, no. Yeah, alcohol. dude. Okay, so. You have to be quiet about at this. At French stuff. Creek. And this is uh, we were we were there for a scout event. Right? Have I told this story before? Oh, yeah. you got kicked. Or you, you they you got in they trouble. showed up and made us pour out our booze. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. The yeah. parents were there with scouts. Yeah, right. we were there with scouts, <laughs> and uh, we were just up late drinking. And we were with uh, uh, our friend Dennis, who's uh, God rest his soul, he passed away a year or two ago. But he was re- he's really loud. He's yeah. guys just had a loud voice. <laughs> oh my god. And, and we were all night just having a great time, and all of a sudden, this car pulls up. Yep. We've got kids there. They're asleep, and they made us pour our booze out. It was so funny. Were you close to another campsite? Were you with their complaints? I mean, there's all within earshot. Yeah. You know, uh, right. yeah. There are other people Maybe camping around there. Wait, and they were just parents? Yeah. What, but I would have been like, no. I'm what? not pouring my drink out. They're either that or you're not, you're not allowed to have yeah. booze there. Oh, you weren't allowed yes. to have yeah. oh, I thought yeah. they were like... 
telling you no. All right, it's no, enough no, of the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, stop it now. It's no. stri- strictly a narcotics part. Uh, yeah, you were not allowed to have booze. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they made us pour out our beer, but I did have a container full of margaritas that I had. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh. Oh. There you go. Oh. So, so yeah, that. I was already hammered anyway. So <laughs> yeah, so he needs, I, listen, I don't know if he's going to uh, imbibe with his friends or not, but, you know, I, I believe when you go to the website, they'll tell you, you know, what's restricted there. Because right. I remember when not I was. margaritas. No, when I, when I was camping, we, I, you know, it was a small, you know, group and we were just drinking wine and we were quiet, but the people next to us, they ended up getting clipped by the, uh, the park authorities. So, okay. So what are the places in proximity here besides there w- would you go to to camp if you were, you know, if you had a large uh, Marsh, party? Marsh Creek is another one. That's uh, closer to, like, the Downingtown area. French, right. French Creek is uh, Montgomery County. Steve, um, the Marriott. The Marriott. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The penthouse Yeah, I was suite. thinking about you yeah. while we were setting that, the yeah. tent up yesterday uh, because they're they're calling for rain tomorrow. There's, oh. it, it's oh, it's three nights. I'm like, man... The one thing that really, really sucks. Is, Room service? Yeah. <laughs> uh, camping and rain suck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's I just no getting around. Even that. with the new tents, I mean. No, I mean, you can stay dry. You yeah. just have to stay in the tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there are some tents. Like, my tent, I believe, has a. Um, Garage? Kind of. Yeah. It's got a carport. Uh, yeah. No, it's got like a little um, a vestibule porch that you can you can put up, you know, and so if you want it to be outside and not yes. in the rain and stuff. So ours do. We have two large, really big tents. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and yes, they have a little vestibule out in front and a, like a rigid door that you can open and close and stuff. So, but you still, you know, you're sleeping on the ground and stuff like that. But uh, wet, really wet. If, and and if you if if it is wet, you end up tracking mud inside the oh, uh, inside the tent. It's just really hard. Well, you got to bring tarps and stuff like that. So yep. you kind of set up a little area outside the tent where you take all your shoes off and no <laughs> shoes in the tent. <laughs> Even uh, I just looked at you. This sounds awful. I, I would. I want a place where I can put my my uh, my suit in the door and they get it from the other side. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> my tent is good, and I, and I, it's tough to set up. But I have only set it up by myself. Uh, because my kids weren't able to help. And, what about you know, the ones that are? I see that are like incredible. Like you, you basically pull a button or pull a, a lever. I had one of those, and they too. just yeah, spring right open. Yeah, I had one. It basically it's a disc, yeah. and then when you put it into his little sleeve, it won't you know come undone. And then you take it out of the sleeve and boom, but it just pops right open. Tents now, even the ones where you have to run some of those yeah. uh, those rods through are uh, way easier mm-hmm. than when, like, Steve and I were kids. Yeah. I mean, putting those tents together oh, sucked. was just a, <laughs> uh, it was, you know, that's when fam- family fights would happen. I remember know? I wanted a tent so bad for the backyard, and we were going to do the deal, it was set up, and the first night I'm going to go out and sleep and do my, you know, go and go camping in the backyard. And the one thing we just said, please, you know, keep the dog inside. Keep the dog inside because we had a great Dane. And I remember his relative was over and I'm up there and I'm like, I got my thing on. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's in the backyard. I'm camping and I hear the door open up and I hear. (laughs) Like a horse. And the great Dane comes running right through, rips the tent, the stakes come out. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I'm just I'm basically like on a bench in the middle of the yard. (laughs) I loved camping in the backyard. That was like so much yeah. fun. Press the the tent that I got. I got at Dick's Sporting Goods, and they it was so awesome. Because and Kathy, you'll appreciate this. 
they mislabeled the price of the tent. So, dude, I got like a $200 tent for $60, right? Nice. So I'm at the register, and they're like, okay, it's, you know, 200 blah, blah, blah. I go, no, no, no. It says $60 over there on the thing. And she, you know, they're like, well, let me go see, yep. right? So we, we walked right over, now. and sure enough, yep, 60 bucks. They took the sign down immediately, yep. and I got a $60 <laughs> tent. That, for- hap- that happened to me, actually, not with a tent, but I was buying something, and it was buy one, get one free. And I, the lady's like, no, that ended like a week ago. And I said, well, you're a car dealership. Your sign is still up, and same thing, Case. Wow. She went over, looked at it, gave me the deal, and immediately took the sign down. By the way, so Carter, in, in true fashion of him, he is, like, way overpacking for this. Oh, thing. yeah. Like, he's bringing <laughs> everything, which is fine. It's cool. Go ahead. You'd rather have it than yeah, not, yeah. Than, uh, have it not need it than need it and not have it. Correct. Uh, Do they have to hike where they're going or no? They don't have to. No, to get to the campsite? Yeah. No. So he could just keep it in the car and yeah, if he needs yeah. it, go grab it. Yeah, he's got okay. a big, uh, we've got a big container that you can put on okay. top of a vehicle to keep all that all stuff right, in. Cool. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for I'm him. I'm excited for him, too. I love yeah. camping. Yeah, but it's, it's just the weather's going to kind of suck. It will yeah. suck very, is Jason to uh, camping? Uh, I mean, no, he yeah. can't. He's not allowed. Not no, allowed he can't. <laughs> I mean, unless... No, he likes Marriott. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to take him? <laughs> That's his deal. What about Dennis? Is he outdoorsy at all? Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a, a, a little bit, but camping, no. More than you, uh-uh. but... Yeah. yeah, not camping. Okay. The, That's too bad. So poor Jace isn't going to go camping. I've, I literally joke with Nick. I'm like... If, can you take Jace camping? Yeah, <laughs> you should. You should send Jace off with, with Nick sometime because Nick is very outdoorsy. Yeah, I, I you know it is I, pretty special when you go. Here's the thing: I do think that uh, he should go at least once to see if he likes it. Let's find out how much all he that hates kind of it. stuff. I just there there's this place in um, in New York. Uh, actually, Jamie Frankel told me about it. It's called the Rocking Horse Ranch. I think um, it's less camping, more camping, camping. Yeah. Well, like cabiny, like it's cabin. Yeah. Like so all I'm right. like. Maybe I could get away and like take them there, and that would be. <laughs> That's actually a good compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know Cabin. what? So, so yeah. If, if you rather than having a tent, you've, you've got mm-hmm. solid four walls and maybe a couple of amenities. Yeah, Hot you tub. could Bathroom, survive. Shower. Yeah. yeah, you could survive that, and still the the, the, mm-hmm. the great thing about camping is. Uh, getting away from it all, being in nature, being in the woods, walking outside and being right there. Yeah. So you could, yeah, that could count. Well, good hotels that way. Shut up. <laughs> Get away from the reception desk. Wait, did yeah. you ever? Did you ever see? There's um, it's called the Lodge at Woodlock. Oh my um, god, I have not been there, yeah. and I desperately want to go. It's absolutely gorgeous, but. You leave basically this like high end hotel, and you walk outside, and you're in the woods. I'm like, I've seen it. I've like the place up in Canada. So nice that I keep talking about. Yes, where it is, but it's a Fairmount Hotel, and it's it's out. You 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 get that beautiful aspect plus this beautiful castle like hotel. There's a lot of stuff in Virginia and the Smoky Mountains and stuff like that that you can go to that are like that. Yeah. Yep. The only thing I don't like about camping in like nicer, like warmer weather is the, when the sun wakes you up in the morning. The sun, no matter what time. Yep. Uh, you go. Oh and because the tent can get a little bit stuffy and, and humid. You. <laughs> Uh, but uh, also, Kathy, you have to be worried. Uh, you have to be careful with cabins because sometimes they smell really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Do they? Like, yeah. Well, you know, like moldy. when the raccoon dies in the fireplace. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. I had uh, the only time I ever camped in a cabin. I was in the Boy Scouts, and we camped at Delmont, and we had the big cabin for Father's Son weekend, and it smelled horrible in there. And then you would have to be in the cabin for I don't know five to ten minutes before you for it like to you, before you became you acclimate. Uh, nose, nose, nose blindness. blindness. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but, but I mean, the, the classic thing of like the you know the the, the big rug in front of the fireplace and it, something that's maintained nicely. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, when I did uh, when I climbed Mount Washington, I stayed in a little lodge at the base of the mountain. It was. Uh, it was a porta pot. It was not a porta pot, <laughs> but it was more like a hostel than anything else. But I mean, that was actually pretty comfortable, and it didn't smell bad. And they, right. you know, provided meals and stuff. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, people are texting in. Naka Mixon has some uh, cabin camping. Uh, Cherrystone, Virginia, is a great one. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of research on them. You would love where Nick and I went to a summer camp called Camp Taqua, and here's why: because the cabins are air- well, some of the cabins are air conditioned. The ones where they have the little kids. Do you have to sleep with multiple. Um, why are you hesitant on that? You're sitting uh, there going because Ehh. I went because I had to go to one for cheerleading camp, and it was a terrible experience. I hated every bit of Cheer it. Camp? It was very similar to where Marissa. And Right. What, did, what did you hate about it? I hated every second. I don't know the beds, the the people, the people. No, no, no. <laughs> the cheeriness. Uh, no, it was all. It was just the atmosphere, I, right? And here's the thing: I was. I also, on top of not being into cabins and camping and all of that. I also, I rarely slept away from home. Uh, so even though I was a senior in high school, like, to be away for a full week, I was like, this is terrible. I want to go home to my own bed. Right. Yeah, I was like, you know, I'm pretty homebound. Yeah, like, Okay. Also, your like, homebody. Yeah. Cheer, cheer camp and camping don't mix. Like cheer camp. Well, cheer know. camp. No, cheer camp was always in places like that. Oh, really? That's where you went to cheer camp. Yeah. The ones I went to were always at colleges. That's why I was. Yeah. yeah I like wanted to do a diving camps. camp. There yeah. was a diving camp at uh, Clarion University. I never did it because it was too expensive. But I, I like that idea of going somewhere and sleeping in a dorm. Is there a camping camp? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Camping camp? Camping camp. Are you going to a camp to learn how to camp? Yeah. Hang on a second. Uh, let me go to Dan here real quick. Dan, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, sorry to bother you at work. Oh, it's okay. Go, go ahead. Yeah, so um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard about it, but uh, there's a place in Quarryville, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's called Yogi Bears National Campground. Hey, does uh, um, they have a lot of those? Does uh, what Yogi Bear National? Yeah, because when my Doesn't sister uh, Jimmy Pop's family own a Yogi Bear place, maybe, maybe. I mean, they're all, so my my sister has a, or they used to have a fifth wheel, and they they would uh, almost exclusively camp at those places because they were so family friendly. So, well, how far away is Quarryville, Dan? Uh, Quarry, well, from well, from Philadelphia, it's maybe like an hour, hour and a half. Oh, okay. We're looking yeah, at uh, we're looking at a video of it, and uh, you know what? I've been there. Okay, it's yep. like a, like a Great Wolf Lodge outside. Well, they have activities, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They have like three different pools there, uh, like an outside movie theater, mini golf. Yeah, I, like, there's, I believe there's I went there. We're, we're looking at video of it. I went there. Went there. We stayed in a cabin. They had this uh, this giant. It looks like a a, a big yellow pillow. Uh, yeah, the bounce pillow. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. It, I wonder if they're owned by Hanna Barbera. By that the company, it's tied to Yogi yeah, well, Bear. Yeah, this uh, this is owned by a, a different entity, um, but they've uh, they've owned it for uh, I don't know when my kids were young. Okay, uh, and they're in their twenties now, so like they've owned it for almost like twenty years, I think. Oh, okay, uh, but yeah, it, it was my first uh, paintball field that like I was associated with. Nice. So that's uh, it does look this pretty interesting. Speed. And they have did they have like um um. Uh, golf carts, things like that, you can rent and stuff. They do. Yeah. yeah. They have okay. Like a little, uh, you know, little cart track that you know the kids can run around on and stuff. Nice. All right. Thanks, Dan. We'll check that out. We'll send Kathy right away. Yeah, I, I can get by with this. This is like that. When is the sing along? <laughs> yeah. 
No, this I could do. You think All so? Right. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, hopefully I will, uh, I'll have a, uh, a report yes. on how the, uh, uh, the camping thing goes. Uh, but right now, I want to play Perfection. Oh, oh, you got okay, it. Okay, you got Greg it. Greg brought this in. All right, do it. And we can't just let it sit no. here. No. Uh, so. And you hate this game because hate this game. it's too tense. Yep. Uh, Greg it's a teepee and a wigwam. Brought this in, and you remember, classic perfection. You know what? It honestly, maybe it's because I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. yeah. But it looks like there are fewer uh, pieces. Pieces, but just three pieces. <laughs> no. Uh, hang on a second here. How you doing? You're always like okay. like 24. Turn the dial. It's 60 seconds. Oh, we're going to do a whole minute? Yeah. It's going to have a heart attack. Well, it clicks. It makes that noise. I don't like hearing ticky tickies. Yeah. All right. Should I do this? Yes. Absolutely. All right. And I told you I'm terrible at, you know, the square peg in a round hole. Right. Stuff like that. I mess that stuff up all the time. Oh, so you're under pressure. Yep. So here we go. Let's see if it makes sound, if you can hear this. Oh, yeah. You can hear that. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's a, little, here's a little half moon thing. He's looking at the half moon thing. I can't find it. He can't find it. Uh, got one. All He's right, got yeah, one. There's a circle. There's a circle. There's an S-shaped one, but it's backwards. Wait, there's another one? Oh, man. Okay, there we go. This is uh, some kind of parallelogram. How many I so far? I still can't find this one. Oh, there it is. Um, here's that other S thingy. I think I'm, I'm going to kill it, dude. I think it was just I was well, challenged you got 35 seconds left. as a child. What are you saying? What are you counting? She's now? counting the amount of pieces that you've gotten oh, in. Oh, okay. Oh, there it is. How many right. left? Uh, a lot. Um, I can't find that one. Here's a dime. No, that's the You're wrong. You're not going to do it. You got twenty. Shut seconds. up, dude. Would you? Would you this have is not going to be end well. This is not, gonna this end is end not well. going to end well. Um, here's a triangle. Oh, no. oh you got it. You yeah, can hear the sound. Plenty of time. No. Plenty of no time um, left. Yeah. Oh God, it's getting close. Ten no, seconds. you got plenty of time. Plenty. Okay. Of, I think you got like thirty. <laughs> That scared the hell out of me. <laughs> you didn't remember. Uh, that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, are you counting how many I have left? Yeah, I guess so. How many? How many are the total? One, two, Ten, three, 11. four, five. 11. One, two, three, four, five. There's 25. So I got. Oh. I got. Uh, how many? Too bad. You got 14. I got 14. I can't even do the math. <laughs> I can't put things in holes. I can't right. add. You want to try it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, gang. Yeah, I do. We're we're yeah. an award winning radio show. And we're playing perfection on the air. We had a puppet on, and yes. now we're playing yes. perfection. <laughs> You're welcome. Win a story yeah. time. <laughs> well, right at, right after face painting. All right, hang on. All right. Oh, we're gonna go lefty here. All right, so all right. this all is right. all. Yep. We already do this all the way. Yep, it's ready. I gotta push this down like this. Yep, right, and go. go. All right, Casey's beginning. He has one so far. All right. Oh, he's got a better. Yeah, he's got a beat on this better than I do. Uh, he's okay. got. Oh, he's. We're stalling after two. He can identify shapes. Now he's got three of them. Remember, there are twenty-five all together. Four of them are in. Then we're going to five. He's holding one in his right hand that he's never put anywhere yet. Six. I do you that still too. can't find that piece. He has seven. You hold one in your hand. You don't know where to put it. <laughs> yeah, where that's, the seventh one? Let's see. You have well, you're you're more than halfway through your time. I know. And then uh, I there's a circle. He got that in. Nope, that one doesn't oh, fit there. 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 there you go. All right, he's got like eight or nine of them so far, uh-huh. and he's got about uh, 15 seconds oh, left. We got another one in there. Yeah, those S's. There's a yeah, couple of them. Uh-huh. The S's yep. are apparently really a uh, pain in the ass. You have ten seconds left, no, Casey. I I yes, you do. No, no, you have five seconds. All right, now he's hitting his stride. Now, now it's much easier because they're eliminated right. as well. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, how many do I got left? Right. Two, four, six, 
Eight, nine. Beat me by two. Is that how the game is played? I mean, ostensibly, you're supposed to, in a perfect situation, you get them all in their spots, right? Yeah, and then you and then you hit stop. Uh, and then how many seconds are left, like how quickly you can do it. But if you're remedial, like Casey and I, you just try to get them all no, in No, I'm there. terrible. I, I, I'm or not to good, get as many as I'm you can. I'm not good in stress okay. games. I, I, I don't. I buckle. So the, the square one, right? This is one that threw me off because it's a square. Yeah. But the, it's a diamond on shape in the thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah, in the, in the yeah. square that the shape is in, mm-hmm. it's it's got it. Uh, its angles. Do you want to play the electrocution game? Corners. No. Oh, you guys can play I, that. I'm not playing that damn game. Do you want to play Kathy? No? No, I, I think I never played. I think I didn't play. Marissa? I think you're right. Played. I think you were too scared to play it. Yeah. I think she can do it. I'm, I have Casey, I'm you sure want to play? Or you like, like, I am too uh, scared. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> what do you just, we just have two, can two, well, it, I just hate getting shocked. Uh, it's the you worst. You and Marissa can play. Yeah. I don't want to, but I don't want to leave Steve hanging. I'll so play that, by myself. All right, we can, we can <laughs> each, ha- we can each hold two. Kathy, can you, like, be in the middle? No, go over there. You can use my mic. Somebody asked when we're going to play with Legos next. (laughs) (laughs) It's Lego. We'll do that. What? It's Lego. It's not plural. People get so mad when you add an S. Shut up. I know. I know. I feel the same way. What is the idea again? Lego. Uh, Legos. There's four controllers, and then when we hit go, it's going to go around and around. It's like Simon says, and then it's going to stop on one of them. And it shocks you. And it shocks. Oh, no, I thought you were supposed to hit a button. The last person to hit the button gets shocked. Yes, you have to, that's right. You have to hit the button when it stops, Marissa, when the light changes. And whoever do, hits the button last, it shocks. Oh. Yeah, and if you hit it too early, it shocks you like that. <laughs> that's not fair. She was distracted by the instructions. <laughs> if you hit it early, it shocks uh, you. <laughs> maybe that's why I never played it right when we went out to events. It uh-huh. just goes around and around, and then when you hit the button. So that you didn't know. I didn't know it. That. Right. Yeah, so when, it, when, it, when the light changes... You have to hit the button. Last one to hit the button gets shocked. If you hit it too early, you get shocked. All right, I'm bored. And Casey's playing perfection at the same time. I, okay. Got her. She's terrible. Steve is ready to go. She's like looking at things on the ceiling. Her thumbs are so far away from the button. No wonder you got shocked. These are those games that you find in Spencer's that are, yep. the, um, you know. What's that called again? Lightning reaction or yes. okay? Yeah. yeah, it's like something you buy. Yeah, again, you buy at Spencer's. We've Oof. had that thing for a dozen years. <laughs> this has got to be longer. The, yeah, yeah. Longer. Had, I think we've had years. it since yeah, since the beginning of the show yeah. here. Do wow. we still have the fake baby back there in the closet? The oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we got right. that. I'm we doing have. Better, All right. Well, listen. I we got to take a break because it's nine forty six. Too fun to listen and to. And we have concert cash, <laughs> Wait, and I'm this is too much. Three. You got three. Uh, we'll keep playing. You hang out there, and we'll be back in a second. And right. when we return, we'll break out the magic mirror. And see who's listening. We'll be right back. What's new? Live you up with Casey and Steve. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. We can do this now. Now, here's your concert cash keyword. The word you need to enter is crazy. C-R-A-Z-Y. All right, we'll give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. Three ways to do it. You can text it to the special contest short code number. It's 45911. 
And if you want to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners receive two free tickets to the MMRBQ. Winners will get a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. And it is brought to you by AAA Distributor. So the word, again, for you to enter is crazy. C-R-A-Z-Y. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil. It's manufactured on site. Delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com for all of the details. We'll start with this. Customers waiting in line for the drive-thru at the Bojangles Eatery in Southport, North Carolina on Monday. Spotted an alligator parking uh, crossing the parking lot. Oh. Headed towards the building. Oh, man. And headed towards the drive-thru. Uh, the apparently a person in line in their car got video of the reptile walking on the sidewalk next to the restaurant, posted the footage to Facebook, and it's not clear what eventually happened to the gator. So I don't know if they brought somebody in to move him along or what, but he wanted some bojangles apparently. Yeah, what he got? Yeah. Firefighters have removed a man's body from a trash chute oh, at a retirement community in southwest Atlanta. Uh, the body was found at the atrium, which is near the Atlanta University Center Complex. I've always wanted to slide down one of those. I know. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, think crime, the old guy did? Crime scene tape was uh, strung up around the back of the building where the chute appeared to empty out into dumpsters. Uh, homicide detectives were at the scene, but police didn't suspect any foul play. They're now trying to determine the identity of the victim. Uh, they said that uh, someone taking out the trash found the body. It's unclear how long it had been in the chute. Or how long the victim, or how the victim ended up there. Residents of the community said the building is quiet, doesn't see a lot of crime or anything like that, so they're not really expecting. One of the retirees made this statement, Preston. I think I crapped my pants. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. A Florida woman faces multiple charges after she allegedly beat up another person's child at a school. Oh. Uh, Florida City Police identified Katie Ann Sewell as the woman who hit another student with a belt at the Bethel Seventh-day Adventist School on Thursday. Uh, the victim's mother, uh, Zendre Pollard, said that her son was being bullied and defended himself against another student who was Sewell's son. She said he called and said someone was bullying him, fat-shaming him, so he picked up the child and dropped the child back down on his feet. After the incident, Sewell showed up at the school and attacked the victim with a belt, but the incident caught on camera. Pollard said her son got a busted lip after Jeez. being hit by Sewell. Yeah. Ah, uh, not setting a good example. The two mothers know each other personally, and Pollard said You're that... You're a uh, she <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Said that she had filed a restraining order against Sewell, which was uh, granted by a judge. Uh, Sewell was later booked on charges of child abuse uh, without great bodily harm. A scooter driver died when she went around a lowered crossing gate and struck a passing Brightline train, the latest in a long string of deaths involving the higher-speed passenger service. So the sheriff's office said that the woman uh, was riding a scooter in Pompano Beach when she made a left turn, went around the crossing gates, and hit the scooter, like oh ran into the God. side of the train. Don't. And- They're down, don't Don't cross. Uh, She was pronounced dead at the scene. The woman was, listen to this, the 63rd person 
known to have died in a collision with a Brightline train since it began operations in the mid-2017 range. So these suckers probably come screaming along, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah it's not crazy fast, but it's faster than regular trains. So uh, it is the worst per-mile fatality rate in the entire country. You'd think the scooter would protect them. Investigators have found none of the earlier deaths were the railroad's fault, determining that they many were suicides or drivers or pedestrians that were trying to beat the trains. Yeah, that's a good game to play. Uh, the trains travel around 80 miles an hour through densely populated Jeez. urban and southwestern areas along the 70 miles of track between Miami and West Palm Beach uh, that Brightline shares with the Florida East Coast freight line. Wouldn't have happened if she was wearing a helmet. Uh, Brightline has increased its efforts to curb deaths, including installing cameras to alert crews if someone's yeah. lurking near the tracks. And adding fencing and landscaping to make access to the tracks more difficult. But people still keep getting through there. Like 63 people. I wonder how many statistically would qualify as like suicide by train. Like where, where yeah. that is the intention to take your life. It's a good question, yeah. A member of a search team who located a missing teen's vehicle in the Snake River in, uh, I think it was in Idaho. Isn't that where Evil Knievel jumped? Uh, so that was Snake Canyon. Okay. Uh, but anyhow, so, or that was the Grand Canyon over Snake River. But anyhow, it stretches. You it's, know, a so it's a snake. It's, it's a, a canyon. Snake it's a thing. So anyhow, listen, they found this body. They found this vehicle, this missing teen's vehicle. And uh, the search team uh, member said that he has never worked the case before and found the car in 20 minutes. Doug Bishop is a lead diver and lead investigator with Adventures with a Purpose, a company based in Oregon. Adventures with a Purpose uh, has been around for about five years and is an underwater sonar search and recovery dive team. I don't know if they were the one in Delaware County. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, it sounds familiar. So they travel the nation investigating cold cases and helping families and law enforcement. Uh, They have over 2 million YouTube subscribers. Uh, Bishop came to Idaho Falls on... Sunday with his team to help in the Matthew Jed Hall case. Listen to this. When Jed was 16, left his parents' home uh, in 2018. In the days and weeks and years that followed, Idaho Falls Police Detective searched for Jed, who vanished in his 2009 gray Nissan uh, Versa hatchback. He took a 9mm handgun and camping survival-type gear. Uh, he reportedly left a note indicating that he may attempt suicide. Bishop said, uh, we came into this like we come in, uh, into all cases. We determine if someone is missing and if someone is missing with a vehicle. We specialize in sonar the way the law enforcement doesn't have the capability. Uh, do we have a cell phone ping, a last known locations, locations are frequented, et cetera. That's how we base uh, the waterways that we need to search, and that's how we choose those waterways. So nobody had seen this car in years, in like four years. Guy finds it in 20 minutes. It's amazing. This group finds it in 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so Bishop said he and his team started the search on Sunday at 9 a.m., just south of the Johns Hole boat ramp. Within 20 minutes, they discovered a vehicle underwater about 75 yards from the boat ramp in just eight feet of water. In just eight feet. I mean, yeah. it was like the one around here. It was exactly. right there, right, right at there. the restaurant. This right by be, the pier. Right by the pier. This yeah. has to be the same group. Uh, humane human remains were found inside the vehicle that are currently awaiting positive identification and evidentiary processing of the vehicle is in progress. Uh, confirming there are remains in there. It is a whirlwind, he said. It's a hurricane of emotions. The only words I could give to Amy and Alan, the, the parents, yeah. is that I'm sorry. I'm absolutely sorry. So these guys are doing great work. They are. Uh, so and I mean, there's. I have to ch- I have to subscribe to that YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the 
bizarre file for you. All right, you got uh, about six minutes left to enter the word crazy, so make sure that you do that now. Crazy is the word, and we want you to win that concert cash, so come and get it. We'll take a break. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, lesson question, Marissa. Oh, Preston. You're going to have to ask the question today. Oh, Yikes. That's all good. Um, Nick is out, continues to be out. And by the way, his event for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, unfortunately, has been canceled. Not postponed, canceled. Yeah, not going to be able to reschedule it. Nick's got the vid, man. He's uh, he's doing okay, though, but uh, he is going to be um, maybe returning next week. So, yes. Uh, but, um, you know, just reminding you, you can go to WMMR.com, Preston, and find the information about that. Uh, fundraiser, but it's been canceled. Um, so Marissa is handling the lesson question duties, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR rocks Roger Waters Friday, August 5th at the Wells Fargo Center, if you can answer this question correctly. All right, there's a couple good ones, but I think I want to hear this answer. Uh, Diane Kruger and Norman Reedus ended up naming their son Nova. What was the first choice for their baby boy? Okay. Two for one, their first choice of the baby boy's name. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. We will do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. It is brought to you by Coors Light. The Preston and Steve Show heading to Keenan's North Wildwood Friday, May 27th to officially open the Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. It is brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. What's happening, Steve? Well, Johnny Depp denying rumors that he's romantically involved with Camila Vasquez, who's representing him in his trial against Amber Heard. Vasquez has also denied the rumors, noting that Depp has a strict rule about not pooping where he sleeps. Mama June Shannon addressing the backlash surrounding her youngest daughter, Alana Honey Boo Boo Thompson, dating 21-year-old Draylen Carswell. Mama June says people in her town are just jealous of Alana because her man has teeth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) And finally, Minnie Driver revealing in her autobiography that she almost lost her role in Goodwill Hunting because producer Harvey Weinstein believes she wasn't, quote, effable. Driver says Weinstein later gained respect for her after she refused to eat his farts. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to today's question. And uh, Diane Kruger and Norman Reedus ended up naming their son Nova. What was the first choice? And, yeah, uh, Marissa's right. I do want to hear this answer. Hi, Frank. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Frank, uh, they named their son Nova, but what was their first choice? I don't know how to spell it. Um, It'd be... (laughs) That's correct. Yeah. Well done, by the way, Frank. That was impressive. Uh, Hang on. We're going to give you a pair of tickets. MMR rocks Roger Waters. Friday, August 5th at the Wells Fargo Center. This is not a drill tour. Performing in the round. And tickets for both shows, August 5th and 6th, are on sale now. Complete details available at WMMR.com. 
Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> All right, it is brought to you this morning. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you this morning by uh, Family and Company Jewelers. You found the perfect woman. Now it's time to find the perfect ring at Family and Company Jewelers. You are guaranteed to walk out a to walk out a ring to rock her world. With a ring? Familyjewelers.com. I'm ring. reading it how it is. Yeah, because right, you walk out as a ring, you've actually met a more yeah, You're guaranteed to walk out a ring to rock her world. Familyjewelers.com. Casey, I'm and I, a ring. Casey and I have decided we are going to read the copy as is from right. now on. Oh, this way right. mistakes and all. Yeah. So maybe they'll stop making mistakes. <laughs> all right. So we'll start with this one. Former Van Halen bassist Michael Anthony revealed that he too has been in talks about a live Van Halen reunion. Uh, Ex-Metallica bassist Jason Newstead, we reported on this, recently revealed that he had been asked about testing the waters with Alex Van Halen, Joe Satriani, and presumably David Lee Roth for a possible tribute or reunion tour. And Anthony explained he's uh, already spoken to his former bandmates and management about the same type of thing. He was uh, doing an interview where he said, what was kind of surprised uh, to me was that uh, Jason Newstead thing, when he came out and said that he, uh, Alex had talked to him, uh, what, last year or something like that? Which is kind of interesting because I actually had been talking on a conference call uh, with uh, Irving Azoff, who's the manager, uh, also Alex and Dave last year. So huh. I don't know what the Jason thing is all about. And uh, that's with Joe Satriani. And, you know, I spoke to Joe about it, and it was more, you know, just something that was kicking around. He said, I, I don't know if it was just nothing more than anyone talking, but... I did have some talks with Dave and Alex last year. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, but it'd be interesting if those guys uh, did something. Right. You know, it, would, it would need to be those guys. Uh, Anthony went on, and, and Sammy, too. I yes, think. absolutely. Anthony went on to explain that rather than the uh, preliminary talks leading to a full-on new lineup of the band without... Eddie Van Halen, any type of project would be considered just a celebration of the music. How about Van Halen with Rome? With Rome, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, Hailstorm's Lizzie Hale says she noticed a huge drop-off in people using their phones at concerts post-COVID-19 lockdown. Uh, when you ask about returning, when asked about returning uh, to the road after the shutdown, she said, oh, it's wonderful. You just feel like you're at, at home, and it's all different now in a good way. I feel like, uh, you know, some of the things that we normally would be paying too much attention to, like, oh, did I hit the right note, or... Did I? You know, those normal discussions that usually happen after a show. Oh, you were too fast with your tempos, or maybe I was flat on this note or something. We're not talking about that anymore. We're just so caught up in the middle of the moment and just trying to live in the present, live in the now. And she added, I've also noticed a huge drop-off in people using their phones to take pictures and shoot video, like not paying attention to the artists on stage. Everyone just wants to see everything and absorb it. Be in the moment. And I hope that's a trend that continues on because it's good to see everyone's faces. And finally, just one more quick thing, uh, a reminder, well, two things that, that concern the MMRBQ. Uh, there's voting for uh, our President Steve side stage live band karaoke with Sidearm. You can see our submissions online at WMMR.com and PresidentSteve.com, either one of those. 
and you can suggest who you would like to see in the band. There are going to be ten that are going to be chosen. So uh, we also have the MMR concert warm-up weekend. Listen for blocks of the MMRBQ artists all this weekend. And there's a ticket rate on Saturday with you, Steve. Saturday at Monster Pets on uh, Columbus uh, Boulevard. Boulevard. I had a brain fart there. And uh, all the information is up on PrestonSteve.com. And we'd love to see out there tickets every 15 minutes from 1230 to 2.30, I believe. Excellent. All right, there you go. That's uh, music news. We have one more break to take, and as we do that, I'm going to give away two more pairs of passes for Firestarter, which Fire. is open, uh, opening on Friday. So we'll take uh, callers 8 and 9 at 215-263-WMMR. Um, and the world will know her power, by the way, from Firestarter. It's from the mind of Stephen King and Blumhouse, producer of The Invisible Man. Universal Pictures presents Firestarter in theaters and streaming only on Peacock. Friday rated R. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second wrapping it up when we get back. So stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thursday morning edition, pre-Friday edition, mm-hmm. coming to a close, which means um, as soon as we turn off these microphones, it's Friday. It's Friday. It's, uh, Absolutely. Kind of it's pre-Friday. In that mode. And uh, good time today. Definitely, I would like to thank our guest. We had a blast with Randy Feltface. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who is here this morning. Randy Feltface is indeed a puppet. Um, and, uh, it's funny cause, uh, the guy behind Randy, super nice guy, yeah. but absolutely didn't want any pictures taken yeah, of him. Nothing. Uh, when, he, when we posed, he's like, nope, I'll hide behind you guys and just, you know, photobomb, photobomb you with the, uh, uh, with, uh, felt face. So it was hilarious. And he's at uh, helium comedy club tonight. He was like crouching under the I counter. Know. the whole Yeah. Time. yeah. yeah he, he, he's, he, he was very, very limber. He yeah, could, yeah. he could, uh, crouch down and stay in that position for a long time, but he was hilarious. Uh, heliumcomedy.com to get the tickets. It's a show, one show tonight. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer hey. is on as well. The Neighborhood is his program, and it's on Paramount and CBS. It was nice to have him on. He's directing a show that is going to be on, or he did direct it, and it's uh, airing on Monday. Uh, let me see. We just need to do the letter of the day. So, Casey, you've got that, right? Yeah, buddy. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. Preston and Steve show brought to you today by letter H as in hoopla. All right. H. And we have one more to go. It's also H as in, as in whatever that word is. And uh, we have dinner for 10 at Nebraza Brazilian Steakhouse to celebrate the graduate in your life with 15 different cuts of meat and fish served right at your table. It's great. And a gourmet salad bar. It is the perfect place for your graduation celebration. Private rooms available for parties of 16 or more. Info and reservations available at nebraza.com. So we will give that away tomorrow. I will thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme from City to Shore. Acme's got everything you need. 
Uh, to prep for this summer season, Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Pella. Your journey to upgrade to Pella windows and doors is easy. And for a limited time, get 50% off installation. Call 877-98-PELLA or visit PellaPhilly.com. Tomorrow for the No Sad Bro Friday... Uh, we'll have another comedian in. It's going to be Gary Owen who is oh. stopping by. And we give away our Word of the Week prize, all that stuff. And don't forget, Concert Cash coming up with Pierre. Today, tomorrow, then we're done with it. So don't miss it. All right, Ray John, have a great day. And we will see you tomorrow, friend. Mm-hmm. 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 On 93.3 WMMR. Bing, <laughs> 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 <